Okay. Well, so. we can do like a three, two, one. Clap. Do I, I don't clap. Do I clap? Right. I clap. I you. No. Oh, okay. I said clap. I, the problem is I'm holding the microphone, Blake. Yeah. Lola, clap. Oh. One, two, three. Duper. Clap. Yay. All right. Probably one of these days. Way to go, dupes. One of these days. That'll be the episode title. We nailed it. And our listeners will One of these days, we're going to nail this. One of these days, we're going to nail this. That's the name of this episode. One of these days, we're going to nail this. There it is. There it is. One of these days, we're going to nail this. Oh, man. That day's probably not today. No, that. No, 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 no. How were the Chicky Nugs, guys? I mean, I. I, David. David opted for I went, a I, very I, different path. I did. <laughs> I He's traveled. gone down a uh, road by himself, and yeah. I can't say that I like, normally I try to be supportive of my friends. I, uh, <laughs> but this is a bad decision. I was on the food superhighway, and I got off at the YOLO exit, <laughs> and and bought a a King's Hawaiian fillet just, from Arby's. There you go. Oh my God! I was gonna say you went to Arby's. I, was I sure did. Just be like you fucking. Well, I guess I guess it's a roll of the <laughs> dice. How long we have to record this podcast now? Exactly. I, you know what, my son? It's it does feel a, a little funny. I'm not kidding. You're a ticking time bomb. He got fish from Arby's in Ohio. I told you in in Arby's defense, their commercial Landlocked for this fish Ohio. was hilarious. So I had to. I I am so impressed Look, by their marketing. Oh, it's so funny. They, I don't remember it, but, but it I funny. also have I to ask you. Yeah. Because there's this. I don't know if you heard of it. Nihilist Arby's. You know, eat at Arby's is like this nihilist. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. a nihilist mantra. Absolutely. Are you feeling a little nihilistic these days? I, I am. With the coronavirus yeah, okay? and the election? Yeah, it's winter. And then I'm you've been on sabbatical. You. Yeah. And it's cold. Is, yeah. You're kind of cooped up. Are you yeah. getting a little cabin fever? I am. It's weird. It is. Because uh, Ohio teased us. Oh, it did. Like, let's be honest. People really follow me on Twitter for the weather now mm-hmm. more than anything. Yeah. And... What's what I'm really doing? Because I've thought about it deeply. Mm-hmm. I'm chronicling global climate change. Okay, that's my mission. All right, I will do it every day, no matter where I am. But obviously, I'm not going to tell you the weather in Canton, Ohio, if I'm not in Canton, Ohio. Right. Yeah, that's true. So I go. Like I was in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I did the Las Vegas weather report. Mm-hmm. So over time, you know, however long I live. Yeah. There will be this hashtag trail of videos yeah. that chronicle the change in temperature on these different dates. I like it. And also climate patterns. I talk yeah. about the wind. I talk about wind chill. The wind chill recently here is crazy. It, but like, yeah. what I want to talk about is like, it was 50 degrees in Ohio on Monday. Yeah. And it was an eight degree wind chill last night. Yeah. That that forty forty two degree fluctuation is a lot higher than it used to be at this time of year when we were growing up here. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. Yeah. Still so fact. I can't yeah. imagine, however long I do live, what years from now will look like in yeah. Canton, Ohio. But I hope to be reporting the weather here in Canton, Ohio. I hope that you are reporting the weather in Canton. Otherwise, I won't know. I text you like, also, if I don't know whether to go outside. It's I can I. I try. I only have six seconds because we're talking about the Byte app here. Yeah, at Army of Techno over there. Uh, I, I haven't. I haven't done a, a clout check recently. Have you guys checked your clout on Byte yet? No. Let's see. Amy records the flash videos. Still a thing. I have fifty stars. That's a lot. I have one hundred forty-six followers. Shit. Not paid for any of them. Right. Just Lola. Lola just 
yeah, brings well, in the light. She does. She's been called the best dog on bite. Yeah. That's a, you are you, the, her, those followers will increase tenfold if you keep churning out videos with her new haircut. I no, I did the, uh, the you know I tried to, I tried to do that before and after. Yeah, and Bite app didn't work. It's it couldn't hold the history of the video. It's still in beta, very much. I have seventeen thousand got... two hundred sixty six loops. Damn. Yeah, and I have six thousand seven hundred forty seven loops that I've watched. I also have the oh, I have an early adopter badge. Oh, that is pretty cool. I love this. I love this app. I just have to say, folks. But I mean, I've obviously, got... I would. Obviously, I would. I loop music. Yeah. Like I love looping things. Yeah. I loved Vine. I think six seconds is about as much time you can get from me on the internet. Yeah, that sounds on good. a feed. All these loops. Where's the loop daddy on Byte? Barely there. He has an account. Okay, yeah, he, has, he has because I, I tweeted at him. I'm like, Loop Daddy, get on Bite. Yeah, he gets on Bite. He posts one loop, but think of it from Loop Daddy's perspective. His largest audiences are Facebook, YouTube, and then Twitter. So, like, why would he start another one? That's true. But at the same time, he is the Loop Daddy. Yeah, that's and what this I'm is saying. a looping platform. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he could dominate it. Yeah, uh, I've actually posted. I've reposted Loop Daddy in my feed. Just looped like a lyric of his. I like it. Uh, yeah, because I'm like, somebody has to. And honestly, he's. I love that about Mark. He's not taking down fan-made videos. You know, like, you think about it, right, Blake? This guy has streamed, I don't know, 30, 40 times for like three hours or two hours at a time. Mm -hmm. And he's all of it's improv. He has so many songs that he's freestyled and written that fans go back and clip the ones they love. Yeah. And then they re-upload them. So it's easier to find. Mm -hmm. And he's not out there like DMCA takedowning those. No, no, no. He like embraces it. Yeah. Uh I yeah, I just I, I think that someday he will come to the Byte app mm -hmm. and he will dominate it like he does all other platforms. Yeah. Uh like he came to Twitter late. He used to sing about Twitter. Remember his song Twitter Page? Yes, I do. So it's like he used to make fun of Twitter. Now he's on Twitter. Like he'll 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 be on Byte eventually. But his Instagram's life. huge. Like his Facebook's really big. Mm -hmm. He blew up on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Someone it actually the genesis of how he exploded on Facebook is someone stole his content <gasps> and re-uploaded it. Oh, Unilad. You know Unilad? No. Yeah. They're like one of the largest Facebook pages. On oh. the on all of the Facebook, oh, the biggest, huge, oh. really huge, 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 uh, and I, you know, when you say huge, you don't just sound like Trump anymore. You also sound like Bernie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're right. These Facebook motherfuckers, huge. But anyway, yeah. Unilad, they yeah. they cut. Look at that ass. That yeah. song. Oh, and then psh, to the moon. Oh, that is a great song. And that's like. You know, I just I think that's a rad thing that like he's not he's never been about like this is mine. And yeah, I, this is like you know like so much of the mainstream music industry. Yeah, is very uh, like I for instance I tried to re-upload Eminem to Byte. Oh, that won't work. And it, yeah, it was not allowed. They yeah. have copyright detection in Byte to prevent 
whatever that would be. How is that not fair use? Like quoting six seconds of a song. I know. What happened to fair use? Just that saying. should be like you should have like fourteen seconds or something like. That's that. what I'm saying. I think they're just. Yeah. I think because it's in beta, they're probably it's probably not all there. No. I emailed them. Uh, yeah. So Byte app, if you're if you if you ever check your email, I'd love and I'd love to interview them mm-hmm. about the app. Yeah. Because uh, I think it's great. I absolutely love it, and I recommend that you guys sign up for it too, and then follow me and Blake. And Amy and Tony and Sarah and everyone who has a pet. Greg? Oh, yeah. Greg's uploading videos. Greg is posting so much good Nessie content. Mm -hmm. It's like outstanding Mm -hmm. Nessie content. That's good. Uh, And I reshare all my friends' stuff. But really, like, I feel like my group of friends have enough cute animals where we could take over the pet section. Yeah, I could see Oh, yeah. And what I've got. We are legion. I've got. A bunch. I mostly get likes for yeah, posting posting up my cats. Yeah, you get twice. I guarantee you get twice as many likes for your pet videos than you do your regular videos. That one I posted of my sexy face though did pretty well. Oh no! Like you have some your uh your songs do well. The six second songs. I love his six second songs. And like, and I got intimidated because uh, I heard somebody with like a really like this girl has some really well produced songs on people her, like, uh, okay bite. so and there's two like, kinds Damn. of there's two kinds of biters out there there's those freestylers who are just holding down the button and going right yeah. and then there's these folks who like spend time right on their six second videos right who has time for that mm-hmm. i appreciate them i'll follow some of them but i'm kind of with greg greg has this a similar attitude where he was like uh it's not really I don't know. It's it's not as organic. No, no, it's not. No. It's like congratulations, you made a six second YouTube video. Yeah. I can't wait for your next one. Right. But there are some really good I saw this guy, one guy, he has like a set. Uh like he's like a newsman. So I think there's like there's a there's a few like random creative types. That yeah. Like Zach King, I, I know Greg hates him, but he's a... Why does he hate him? Because he does what I'm talking Greg about. Greg hates he, everything. Greg uh, hates a lot of things. Greg hates Hollywood, but he's also a video editor, this guy Zach King, and Greg can see what he's doing. Oh. And he's like, he's not really that great of an illusionist. He's just a really good editor. Yeah. You know? And it's like, he's not a magician. Like He couldn't really do that live a lot of the time. Some of his, some of his illusions he does live. And like Zach was huge on Vine. And then a lot what what happened to Viners is they all went over to Instagram mm-hmm. almost in unison. And the ones that were popular on Vine gained influence on Instagram. And some mm. of them became really big. Yeah. Uh but what I find fascinating is that all like there's a large majority who are still gravitating towards Vine or Byte mm-hmm. because of that brevity. Oh yeah. Cuz yeah, Instagram, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you now can post like instagram videos which are longer yeah i don't even know what the limit is on those is it 10 minutes people or do something? like stories you can do segments they're like 10 seconds each oh stories are one thing oh, okay this there's also instagram thing. video okay there's like you can upload a video to your feed right yeah but then there's an extension that's like kind of like youtube but proprietary to instagram okay so a bunch of them went that direction 
and then they like lost the whole like Logan Paul was a Viner. Oh, I did not know that about Logan Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. You know, so that's what I mean. Like some of these people spun their their vineness into D-list celebrity careers, right? Yeah. But the ones that are coming back to the platform, I'm really happy to see that because it's it speaks to what I'm talking about. Yeah. That six seconds, the brevity, the looping of it, really well. Like because that's where I disagree with Greg about the pre-produced stuff. When they when someone does a pre-produced loop and it's like perfect. Yeah. I really enjoy that. I do too. So like I don't I don't hate on that, but I just I think that there's two kinds. You know what I mean, Blake? Where like, yeah, people like it, and I, I I think that there's room for both. It's not like I I'm not I try not to try too hard. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind yeah. of a punk rock sort of vibe to the social media platform in general. Mm-hmm. There's creativity to both for sure. Yeah. Um. But like I don't, I don't know. I just don't understand why you would spend so long on consumable content that is gone. Like I, you know, the average lifespan of like a tweet is something like twelve to fifteen minutes. Uh, I can only imagine that the retention for a bite is like you know maybe five minutes at the most. So <laughs> you're you're working like may let's say anywhere from half an hour to an hour, maybe more. On content that's gonna be gone in like the snap of a finger, it it's just it's like why not focus that creative energy towards something that's gonna have a longer lifespan. So we just talked for fourteen minutes about a platform where you post six second videos. (laughs) So I think we should move on. uh, Should we just should we start the show? Yeah, we should. We should probably start the show. Yeah, Blake, would you like to start the show? Oh, yeah. Are you guys ready for this? Oh, oh yeah. dude. I'm, I'm so ready. Oh, well, it's a Shaq cast coming back at you. Giving your mom a heart attack before we slap you. Oh, yeah. Jack, get back. Don't want to hear none of this because the Shaq cast is the illest shit. We got Asif keeping it real. My man, David Craddock, he's been on sabbatical. He's still radical. He's going to give you facts about video games. Don't sound lame. Keeping it quite untamed because that's how it rolls on the Shack Cast. Welcome to the Shack Cast, the official Shack News podcast of Shack News. I'm your host, Awesome Condom, CEO, editor in chief, Chief Puppy Wrangler. But I have a tag team partner doing that this week. We both made the long trek. We all made the long trek, including Lola, across yeah. the increasingly frozen, actually, you thawed out a little today, a little. and mean streets of Canton, Ohio. Mm hmm. Uh, David Craddock, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Our long reads editor. Yeah. Working on several long reads. Several. Bangers. The longest reads. Coming at you in just three weeks. David's like, okay, I'll come back and then just go, bam. Yeah. Here's here's a long read. Here's a bunch of Mic long drops. reads. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't imagine what you would be working on. I don't know. Uh, for the longest reads. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited oh, for that. Longest. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the release of Animal Crossing. Yeah. And Doom. And Doom. And uh, RE3. Yes. And Stars. Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not into that one as much? Oh, I'm looking forward to it, but Resident Evil takes precedence for me. Yeah. But you it's going to be RE3 is going to be shorter. 
you know, I yeah. don't know. They're they're completely redesigning the city, mm-hmm. the outdoor part. So I I don't know. We'll have to see what those look like. I mean, just compared to oh Final yeah, Fantasy Seven. Oh, compared to Final Fantasy Seven, yeah, Seven's like a big. That's like a huge meal. What? Yeah, and that's like episodic. They're they're breaking that game I, into multiple episodes. I was gonna say I could see people. I, I'm sure like within a week of its release, someone will have finished that game in like an hour or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and then what? also joining us on the internet through a series of tubes from California. They somehow made it to Ohio where we found a hole in the ground that has gigabit Mm -hmm. and we decided to cover it up with tarps and this is Shack News Intergalactic Headquarters now here in a ditch (laughs) in Canton, Ohio. It's so Ohio. (laughs) You know, but somehow there's gigabit here. And, you know, did you see like... I just kind of want to, just real quick about Ohio. Sorry, Blake. Blake, Blake Morris, a reviews editor uh, here in Oakland. Real quick about Ohio. Uh, the Wendy's in North Canton on Apple Grove and Maine closed. Mm-hmm. Gone. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. Earth Fair? Earth Fair. Yeah. Gone. Oh yeah, the, that that's grocery right. store. Our grocery store, Blake. Our organic grocery store. Yeah. Huge, Uh-oh. massive, huge, massive yeah. organic grocery store gone. Yeah. And yeah, that whole chain shut down. Yeah, the whole company, U- United States wide, shut down. But like, I'm just talking about Northeast Ohio. Lose- Northeast Ohioans losing jobs. Yeah. Everywhere, and then our neighbors left. Down down in our office park. Oh, really? They left. Yeah. Now there's now there's a vacant office in our parking lot. So here we are, 2020. Ohio's Ohio's flashing re- uh, recession signals, folks. Just saying. But yeah, so calling us from the bastion of economic growth that is the Bay Area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You know, where it's um, sunny and they have tacos that are good. Yeah. Hey guys, you don't you know the weather's been crazy here too, okay? Okay. Yesterday oh it was my like, god, I had so yesterday much traffic it was like people want to live here. Oh my god. No, yesterday it was like <laughs> eighty. Right? Yeah. It was like yeah. eighty almost. That's, that's almost hot. eighty. And then today it's like overcast. Isn't mm. that nuts? Isn't that crazy? That's oh my crazy. god, it's just like Ohio. Mm. <laughs> so, um, I thought um, I thought we would kick off the show a little differently because okay. I got some feedback. You got some feedback. Yeah, we got feedback. Okay, and All right. I think by reading this, I'm probably oh. not listening to his feedback. Oh, but I don't care. But- I didn't. I don't care. Could you imagine the recursive loop if he transcribes this? I. So what I want to see. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Yeah. So badly. I won't like. So he's like, you know, this is from Wickus Vandiver. Yeah. Vandiver. Vandiver. Oh. It's from Wickus. From Wickus. Yeah. Uh. He's been doing some thinking lately after listening to the Lay Shack cast. Mind you, Blake, the audio got really screwed up for the Lay Shack cast. Right? Oh, and I no. apologized in the article profusely. It happens. Uh, Greg recorded at 4,800 kilohertz, and the rest of us recorded at 44.1 like normal people. Greg, you son of a bitch. And our local recordings for Blake and Greg did not work as a result. Greg also came in like 
20 minutes into the podcast. Oh, that's right. Like Stone Cold, just kind of Oh, like, is that where he was your <laughs> your special correspondent? Yeah, that was when he was the special correspondent. And didn't know. And didn't know anything about what we were talking about. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's the one. All right, yeah. Uh, he thought he'd provide, so he, he wanted to provide some feedback. I appreciate that. On where we could make some improvements. Okay. For the show. All uh, right. And, you know, this is just his point of view. Right? Of course. As a guy that regularly listens to the podcast among a regiment of other podcasts. Right. That he also listens to. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, this is like. So, we're just one. We're we're one one of many podcasts that Wickus listens to. We're just another podcast notch in bad posts. He knows a good podcast. He does. He knows a shitty podcast. Right. Are we that? I don't know. I don't think we are. I don't know. Please. You know, I thought we were something. But yeah. I thought we were something more. So also, I thought this was real. I have to work on the <laughs> off the assumption. This is hilarious. I had I laughed legit lol when okay. I read this. Okay. I still might. I have to work off the assumption that you vision with a capital V, or goal your you vision, or goal yeah of the podcast is to either drive more traffic to Shack News the website. Shack News, the website. Shack News, the website. The That's game, our new slogan. The Increase the size of the chatty community. Lola just uh-huh. sneezed over. <laughs> so Lola literally scoffed at that. <laughs> <laughs> Lola. You okay, boo-boo? Harumph. I know. You're a good girl. You had a big day. Uh, gain a wide audience of listeners. Okay. Be revenue neutral or even profitable. That's that's definitely the goal of this podcast. I got you again. I don't know about you guys. I'm 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 definitely in this podcast for the money. Let's get that podcast money. That Shaq podcast money. Oh shit! All that Shaq podcast money. Podcast money. Podcast money. That's our new theme song, Blake. Just be like, gonna get that podcast money. Gonna get that. I'm gonna let me call up. Let me call up the Yin Yang Twins really quick. Yeah. Holy I'll get my butt little John in on it. Yeah. Or, or some combination. Or some combination of any of the above. You know what? That's fair. Yeah, I think his heart's yeah. in the right place. I I, no, I'm reading this because I think it came from a very good place, and okay. it's one of our listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like this is like our, it's like, it's going to be good for us. Yeah. And I thought, let's start with this, and then we can try to record an episode based on Wickus's framework. All right. Or All something. Right. Number one, more tangents. <laughs> Right, uh, twenty-three minutes in. <laughs> if none of these are the reason why you're producing a podcast in the first place, then gladly <laughs> discard this message. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's uh, let's get otherwise, on with the episode. Then. Otherwise, otherwise, here are some things that I think may help. Of course, Wickes minus ten points for an adverb. You are already aware of a few maybe all question mark of these pain points but please at least indulge me in case if this right this writing at least allows you to organize and prioritize the task at hand 
If this message is longer than his thoughts on Skyward Sword that he sent me when he was banned, I'll be surprised. It might be. That was before I worked here again. I know. He just wanted to talk to you about Skyward Sword, man. Yeah. He probably saw you post in the thread. Yeah. In no particular order of of importance. You ready for this? Bring it on. Okay. I'm bracing myself. Hurt me plenty. Drop Blake, (gasps) Greg, (gasps) and or anyone else not in the room with you. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, we can stop there. I think we've heard enough. All right. Bye, Blake. I'll just leave. (laughs) Sorry, Wickus. (laughs) Sorry I'm not good enough for you. My bad. Oops. (laughs) Shit. I should leave this fucking podcast. Oh, man. I'm sorry, oh my Blake. goodness! He gives a lot of reasons uh, for it. If you want to hear them, is it is? is I mean, it's audio quality. Uh huh. That's it. Uh, it's just audio quality, and then it's audio quality. So it's. But not he also anti- said, uh, "It's not anti-Semitic." No. You Okay. Yeah. I think it's just I think it's also he, he wants you to get new mics. Okay. Well, does he want to buy me those new mics? How am I <laughs> I, I don't want to uh. read this whole thing, right? Okay, that's fine. I think just having he he wants the audio quality to be similar across the board. So it's I don't cool. know I'm picking that... I'm picking up on the subtle anti Semitism. Of of his of his statement, it's cool. I understand Wickus. <laughs> Blake, in fairness, I don't think Wickus has met your Jewish mother. Okay, so do you want to get on yeah, this? Other... He's never going to. Yeah, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. She's, she has a heart of gold. Okay, no. so that was really it. That's the only. I would say that was the only reason besides the anti-Semites. I mean, I will say, I, can't even say it. I always I can't. you can't say. It. I always enjoy like having Greg on. But I'll say, like, sometimes that dude spaces out on social media, or you can hear him typing. He bought, he bought Amiibos during our, That's uh, our right. podcast recording. That's he's, right. he's, Greg has horrible ADHD. And we were, so do I, but, like, you don't no, see my phone on it's me. It's like, he can't. He can't, like, if you just sit him there for two hours, he has to do something. He can't just sit there for two hours and not do something. I think it's his problem. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... This one, he cuts me deep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Published no later than 48 hours after recording. Oh. <laughs> uh. like, like, I have that time. Like, I can do that. Man, I'm going to try. It's tough. I'll try. You know what, Blake? I am equipped to, you know, I, I edit audio a lot. I, yeah. I I know how to do this. My problem is that my workflow for the podcast has mainly been on a Mac because I am my mobile setup, right? Yeah. Which is really where I'm going to be when I can edit a podcast. Granted, when we're recording here, I could start using one of the Beast PCs for that. But Mm -hmm. I think I have to get better. And I agree with Wickus here. I need to get better at my workflow for this. But what he doesn't realize is how much else I do for Shaq News other than this podcast. Yeah. And I don't think he's factoring that in. It's it's tough. No, we 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 do a lot with a with a small <laughs> team, you know, it's tough. But yeah. you know, that's just the that's just the subtle language of racism. 
That's right that's what the, no, you know what though that's, it's kind of like we talked is. about when we brought back this pro, uh, when we returned mm-hmm. to the podcast which is not season two. Uh, it's what is it season three then? <laughs> it oh, yeah, might right. be we're on three. we're on season three. Okay, um, season three, episode one. Yeah, here, here we go. <laughs> Uh, right. But like, look at look at all the content we did near the end of the year. Uh-huh. The podcast just kind of fell to the bottom of the priority list, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. Blake and I are working on a Smash tournament. You're working on a long read right now. I'm working on three, and like we're also yeah. doing we're we're doing other live stream planning. We uh-huh. there's ha- the there's, future. There's a we lot have to of look things. to the future. Yeah, a lot. A, there's a lot of stuff that we're working on. I'm working on uh, the dev side of Shack News. Mm-hmm. Where there's there is a vision for what the website is going to evolve into this year, that's still going to be executed. And right now it doesn't really. Right now it just is sitting there. Yeah. Um. So it, I. I guess when he, when he mentions the chatty, it's not just the podcast. It's like everything I do at Shack News is to make sure that that community survives. And what I have done recently with the introduction of the delete user function Mm -hmm. is having a chaotic effect. That's all I'll say. To say the least. I don't. And I was going to post about this on Chatty, but I figure I could just say it here. And then Wickus could write it down. Yeah. And it, you know, we allow political discussion on our forum, mm-hmm. right? Not every gaming site does that, right? Because of that, at times, and I'm not blaming political discussion, but I think because of that, and and this existed before that. This was. The foundations of this site, Quake versus UT, right? Mm -hmm. There's like years of bitter rivalries that are brewing amongst users. Mm -hmm. Straight up hatred of each other. Yeah. And it comes from being a 24-year-old website. Right. My point to the community, or just anyone, would be that a, you can delete your post history now and recreate yourself as a user if you want to. Mm-hmm. And B, we've always had a thing in place for changing your username. Mm-hmm. It's a procedure. You message Duke Nuked. You tell them, I don't want to be XYZ anymore. I want to be ABC. Mm-hmm. And we permaban XYZ and then you're ABC. And it's your choice if you tell the community that you're the same person. Mm -hmm. That's our procedure. That's how it's always been. But what people are doing are deleting their accounts and creating a new one, deleting their accounts and creating a new one. And, uh, yeah, that's, I just think, like I said, in a world, it's created a world where I cannot perma ban people. Mm -hmm. And that's dangerous. Yeah. And from a health of a community standpoint, that concerns me. But what I am working towards on the site, I think is something that everyone who created an account 20 years ago or whatever 
would have wanted it to be in 2020. Right. So it's like, at this point, I don't blame any users for doing what they're doing. But I will guarantee you that if you're a long-term user and you care about the site at all, you're going to regret deleting your account when I push the next major update to the site. Right. That's it. Like, I, I think that... And I'm not telling you not to delete your account. If you feel like you need to delete your account, delete your account. But, yeah, Wickis, you're right about that aspect. I do... I Everything I do at the site is to grow our community because I do think it's one of the most unique communities in gaming and on the internet. With that said, and correct me if I'm wrong, you do have to prioritize those initiatives, right? Mm -hmm. Like some measures will grow the community more than others. The podcast, to me, it's not that it's unimportant because it is important, but it started for me as like a way for some of our staff to get together and talk about games, Yeah, which is hard to do when most of us are remote. Like the fact that you and I live together, mm -hmm. or, well, live near each other, I should say, <laughs> is is well like eight minutes away yeah. right like that's that's something unique i don't know of any of our other that's editors, an abnormality yeah who who live that close mm -hmm. and so the podcast is kind of a vehicle for us to do something with that proximity yeah and um, i think like we we are going to and we have done uh live streams together yeah like you know like that super mm -hmm. mario Ma the joy of super mario maker right uh stuff like that or even like look at what we did over the game of the year deliberations where mm -hmm. we got everyone together mm -hmm. you know like i think this is things have fallen into place over the last year that have set us up in a way where we can do things that we couldn't do a year ago mm -hmm. you know uh so i don't know the podcast is just like it's icing on the cake. It's it to me. It's my. It's it's our outlet to shout into the void. Right. That's it. <laughs> it's 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 certainly not like one of the the pillars of Shack News. You know. No. And because I'll just I'll just say it. I'm just gonna say this. When I bought Shack News, they had a podcast, mm -hmm. and it was the majority of the traffic coming to the site. Mm -hmm. right yeah one would think when you buy a website with a podcast that has the majority of the traffic coming to it right that you would own said podcast but that's not what fucking happened yeah that's some because boy there was some good seo confirming the end of the week mm-hmm not that i'm bitter so you know what? This is my chance to shout into the void. Yeah. But I I don't even I would rank this as the maybe I wouldn't even I don't even want to put us above the chatty cast. I would say we're right now we're fourth best Shaq News podcast of all time. Yeah. Because I don't know how many I, episodes Chatty Cast got to. I don't know, but the audio quality on that always did kind of suck. It for, did for too. one reason or another. Yeah, they were using Google back in the day. Yeah. And it was that's a challenge too. But you know what I mean? They were remote. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. They, they did were all it. remote. They yeah. were re that was an entirely remote podcast. Mm -hmm. 
So this is at least a step in audio quality in the right direction from there. But yeah, yes. we suck compared to uh, Weekend Confirmed, where they had a freaking studio in L.A. Right. Uh, we definitely suck compared to like uh, I don't know I I, I can't even I I would have to some of those podcasts Steve were on were terrible yeah but that was just the nineties so I mean like <laughs> I don't know the I I walk by now you saw I hung it up the the Sugar Shack logo mm-hmm. I I walk by it every time I'm in the office now and I'm like that's us mm-hmm. a little shack with a satellite dish strapped to the roof and that's what we got Wickis so deal with it right <laughs> like but you know what i'm gonna try to get better bandwidth for the satellite dish and i'm gonna yeah like we it's not that we're you know, trying to sound bad it, I, I i said it specifically in one episode but yeah i'm ranting and it's thing. all wickis's fault that's okay it is wickis's fault Wicked, i i i this almost this episode almost didn't happen though yeah i i had to i prodded you yesterday because I thought it was important that we continue doing the Shatcast on a regular basis, especially because like we're gonna be all we're gonna be all up in Texas mm-hmm. uh, soon. Yeah, for that South know? by Southwest. Yeah, so you know, I was like, uh, I I don't know. I enjoy doing the Shatcast. I think podcast is a good. I don't know a good way to reach out to like everybody in general and like help grow stuff and yeah but i also agree like we've had like so many other things that take way higher priority like it's just good that we actually take the time to do this i think is what wicked needs to understand it's a freaking miracle yeah it's a miracle that we have time to do this frankly david's (laughs) gonna be the one calling david's gonna be the one calling in hi duper and for our post uh our posts doesn't our Smash Bros tournament end on does it end on Friday or does it end on Saturday? It ends on Saturday. Which uh, okay? Oh, is that what 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 date is that again? The twentieth and the twenty first of March. That's what I thought. That was a weird overlap because we were, I was going to be at GDC, GDC, which I guess is something to talk about today. Later. Yeah, we're, I don't we'll, know. we'll get to that yeah. later. Yeah, yeah, Thanks yeah. To you, Wickes. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Wickes wants me to properly announce commercial breaks before we go to him. So let's go to a commercial break right now. Sweet. They say with age comes wisdom. Well, over here at the Cartridge family, we only have one question. Who are they? (laughs) Join three imperfect dads as they juggle kids, wives, and jobs while indulging in their favorite hobby, playing video games. The Cartridge family, a Greenlit Network podcast. And we're back from that break. Thanks, Wickus. Thanks for reminding me. Uh, Do you want to hear the next complaint? Yeah, or, sorry, uh, feedback. Sure. I think, yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> Blake, you sure? Look at this dog. I don't know. What does he say? Is, I'm going to read it. Okay. I'm Blake, you know I love myself. you, and I don't, I don't agree with this statement I'm about to read. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. But these words are going to come out of my mouth. And I, okay. But they're not breaks, your words. It breaks my heart. The anti-Semitic ramblings <laughs> of, a, of a madman <laughs> online are about to come out of you. I understand Here they're we not go. your words, awesome. Here we go. Am I going <laughs> to... <laughs> the singing by Blake is cringy. Oh, wicked. I knew it. I I'm knew not it. out to hurt Blake's feelings. All I hear is all Jews can burn in hell. That's oh all I God. hear. That's all I'm hearing. That's all I'm hearing. <laughs> 
Like okay. that's all Wickis is saying, and it's messed up. That's I mean, what it's I messed heard. up he thinks this that, is, but that's Wickis. First of all, how opinion. dare you? <laughs> Second of all, Wickis, you know that like I'm just fucking around. <laughs> no, right? no, Blake. No, this is serious. Oh no, you're a good girl. You're no, a good girl. Don't sorry. Yeah. Oh, you. Oh, you. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to actually? Do you want me to actually really? You have go to for try it? super hard uh, every time. Let me go get. Let me BS podcast. Let me go spend a hundred dollars on a nice fancy mic for you, Wickis. Like, and then I'm I'll, upset that you I'll... don't play the upright bass during the Shatcast themes. Oh, <laughs> that seems that like would low effort on your part. <laughs> that does seem like low effort on my part. I think it's just I for really fun. Should. The upright I bass. So fucking jazzy. I I, I actually uh, like Blake's freestyle openings and it, the intros and outros. I don't even remember what we used to do. We used to just slap like a song yeah, related to the content. I would literally infringe copyright every yeah, week. That's yeah. what we used to do. Yeah. And then sometimes I would put uh, Army of Techno in there. Right. I uh, literally had no it. idea. Mm-hmm. I literally had no idea what I was about to do when I did the theme song of the day, and that's about like eighty percent of the time. Yeah, no. Nope. He like thinks it's it. he thinks it's terrible and like. Well, I'm I'm glad that he has a bad opinion about something. I'm glad. Oh wait, that he and then has... he's Scott. He's he's actually complaining about our open too. Our the open oh, no. itself. The... Our he's cold like, open. I'm not a fan of the cold open, but if you insist on it, keep it short. Like seriously, only a minute long tops. It's really oh, annoying whatever. just to drop us into the middle of a conversation and feels unprofessional wow week i mean you want to talk about we can confirm they did that <laughs> you know wow that was one of their uh it was like their thing yeah it was great yeah i, I like enjoyed it. it quite a bit yeah it's almost I, like i was motivated to buy the site because of it right uh wickis has got to be one of those people that like wants you to say happy holidays instead of merry christmas <laughs> it's like we just can't have we just can't have like I'm, our traditions I'm in, you know? unless you have a setup and punchline and can stick with that for each and every episode. Don't do it. This isn't the office. Wow, just like Death Stranding. <laughs> okay, this like is it's... one of my favorite new traditions. <laughs> uh. I wait now. I'm waiting every episode. Like, where are you going to work in a dig at Death Stranding? The best is sometimes I forget and then you pull it out. I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> Oh man, this is my favorite, and I think this is why I'm doing this. Okay, and I I want to make it clear that I already read this. Oh, okay. I, this is not news to me. I read this. Yeah, multiple times actually. Let me ask you something. Slight tangent because we never do that. Any criticisms directed toward me, or am I just golden? He loves you. Yeah, he does. All right, all right. Continue back it's on. It's really track. just me and Blake, and honestly. <laughs> He, you have the Jewish guy, and like obviously, I'm not Caucasian. <laughs> no, Lola's fine. No, oh, what? Yeah, Lola is above. Criticism. I'm surprised he hasn't complained about Lola's panting. Yeah. <laughs> she licks the microphone. Oh, uh, where does where does Wickis live in America? Uh, is he an American? Yes, yeah, yeah. North Carolina, yeah. I believe. Okay, but he used to live in uh, Washington State. You know it's what? Okay. I have a I have a criticism about Wickes. I sent him a shovel knight book. Uh, I, I just I I shipped him a paperback through Amazon. He hasn't reviewed it yet. Wow! What the hell, Wickes? Whack! What the hell? Also, that book has eight ratings, all five stars so far. So, 
<laughs> this is but you guys want to hear this last one. I do, I do. I'm telling you, you guys are gonna like this last one. All right. Bring it. Lastly, maybe don't mention me as much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, real, wow, real talk, really, Lucas. If you if, don't if, want us to mention you much, no, 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 no. Like, I, this is here's the thing, Wickus. This is kind of self contradictory, right? Because he he thinks of this podcast as like an outpost of the community. So of course we're going to mention Shackers. Uh-huh. Also, Wickus, uh huh. Also, Wickus. I can read I, you. No, I, that I, wasn't I, it. Well, like, okay. Well, I I just want to say I genuinely appreciate how involved he is. Yes, but like uh-huh. I'm flattered. And really, and honored that you guys like making jokes or references to me. But to outside listeners joining in, this can feel exclusionary. Join the chatty. It's like, it's okay. Ah. And in fact, I would encourage for you to bring up members of the chatty and to talk about threads that are pertinent to the news topic. Yeah, because Shackers always post to news threads. (laughs) They don't post to Mason's thread an hour before. Right. Or video game at hand. You spelled video game wrong. Did you spell it one word? Yeah. Hmm. If there's a way you could parlay that as a call to action for outside listeners to join in on the discussion, that'd be even better. Maybe like have a my favorite post. Or how about a my favorite shack message section? Yeah. What do you think of Wickus's select uh, su- suggestions? Let us know in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe and hit that bell. Yeah. We don't actually have a bill. No, we don't. I feel like I, guys, I feel inspired to just like, right sing a song for just Wickus. You, you see, he, but you know? he, it continues. I'm gonna, I, I feel like I really should try. read this whole thing, otherwise yeah, okay, he's gonna feel it. like we're taking him out of context. Okay. All right. If there's a way to parlay that as a call to action for outside listeners to join in on the discussion, that'd be even better. Like maybe have a my favorite post discussion topic, or yeah, like, um. Or the post reply that made you lol the most, or maybe made you think the most, or maybe just backs up a point you were making, or something. This is a run-on sentence. Uh, Or something that you strongly agree or disagree with. I think this would be a more productive endeavor than the worst Shacker rankings. Oh boy, Wick is tuning the end of the show. As well. As much as I enjoy them, I think that worst Shacker ratings rankings is too negative. Huh. And inside baseball. No way. Had no idea. Hmm. That seems like me? Negative? No. <laughs> Bottom line, you should definitely honor and con- include your supportive community. But do it honor. in a way that seems more enticing for listeners to join in on the fun. And be sure to Don't. call to action on joining the chatty. Well, that's about it. I hope right. that you, after reading this, you aren't incensed or offended. I really love Shaq News. Oh. I root for Shaq News, and I root for this podcast. I want it to do well. Everything I said above, I'm not expecting any of it to happen next episode, if at all. Because it's going to take time for you to figure it out. <laughs> Thanks again for everything. Wickis. Oh, Wickis. Oh, Wickis. 
Oh, Wickis, why don't you love me, darling? Why you gotta hate the Jews? Oh, man. Oh, Wickis, baby, you know that my heart is just breaking. Oh, Wickis, why don't you love me, darling? Why you gotta hate Muslims too. <laughs> we can all live together in harmony and listen to this podcast too. We can't all be owned well. by CBS Interactive. I'm sorry. Like we're, <laughs> we're like we're basically. That's why I wrote a song office. for you, Wickis. I wrote that. I wrote it. I spent five. Me and Elton John went in the studio. Yep. So, uh, do you remember Dice a couple years ago? on breath of the wild won everything yeah and that guy yeah. Nate kept coming up on stage yeah and accepting the award yeah i interviewed him nate from nintendo i interviewed nate from oh, nintendo shit. wow yeah you, you interviewed nate tendo yeah nate tendo oh wow i did eight bit uh, nate tendo so I, when i so i introduced him right i'm like so we have the creator of the zelda franchise here <laughs> <laughs> he just starts laughing <laughs> it, was, it was good uh i think it's always great Whenever we have access to Nintendo, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, shout out to Dice for having me out there and uh, inviting Shaq News to s- literally stand right next to uh, IGN, oh, uh, the only other video outlet there. That's cool. No one else in games media was covering it with video. Really? Yeah. It's wow. just editorial. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah. That might bode well for us in the future. If yeah. we're like the only other video internet or interview that's out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe some people just didn't go to Dice. Uh, but like I remember a few years ago at the Game Developers Choice Awards, there were like three or four video outlets there. So I think mm-hmm. there was that pivot to video and then the pivot back away from it. Mm-hmm. I think people pivoted too hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wanted to shout out uh, just... There was a lot of interviews that we did out there. I got to talk to the Disco Elysium devs. Oh, cool. I actually got to talk to the devs, for, uh, the audio engineers from Death Stranding. And nice. you'll remember during the deliberations, that was one aspect of the game that I was adamant about. Yeah. That it was excellent. I do remember that. And uh, so it was great to talk to them. And they were super stoked to hear that they had won. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> it does, it's well deserved. Uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to beat that game. Uh, I can tell you that I won't. Maybe on PC Probably with not. some mods. Yeah, that's kind of where I want to play, but I'm still, it's not the sort of game I'm going to pay 60 for, so maybe down the know, road this Christmas. I don't know. Yeah. Hi, Lola. Good girl. Uh, There was an Animal Crossing Direct since our last episode was recorded. I guess, should I tell Wickis like, what date it is, just so he knows for frame of reference? Sure. We're recording on Friday, February 28th. There you go, Wickis. Boom. I hope I'm not mentioning him too much this episode. I know he. Who Wickus? Yeah, I don't think you're mentioning Wickus too much. I don't. I, I think you're all right. Okay, we weren't supposed to mention Wickus too much. That was part yeah, of the well, um, well, yeah. I think if we we keep it to that minimum okay. right there, we should be good. Cool. Uh, Animal Crossing. You guys it's aren't into it, cr- are you? I actually, I've, I've I played it a lot on GameCube. Yet. That's okay, the last you, time I've played. This one kind of looks like it. Oh, okay. It, there's a there's a camera option that makes it kind of look exactly like it. Okay. Which I was like, oh, okay. I can actually see getting that game. Oh, I'm, so, oh man, I am all in. Mm-hmm. It's it, this is crazy because 
I was thinking about it because like I'm I'm the gamer that wants both of these games badly. Do a man Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing. <laughs> same day. Yeah, and you would think they would appeal to very different demographics, but yeah, you would think. But I am the gamer that wants both of these games, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how? I don't know how this is gonna work, but I'm going to play both of them. Mm-hmm. It's like you rip and tear, and then like that game's intense. Doom, like I couldn't play Doom for like five hours. No, you know, like you play Doom for like an hour, two hours. That's usually your average playtime. You just kind of chug through it. Yeah. Animal Crossing, I can play all day. Mm-hmm. That's what's dangerous. Yeah. That'll just be on my desk. Like, yeah. it, I'll be in meetings playing Animal Crossing. I, uh, You know, that's <laughs> going to be like Tetris. Mm-hmm. Like, when I when I got Tetris Effect, I installed it on two different PS4s so I could play it in both rooms in my house. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so it's like, this is going to be one of those things where, yeah, Animal Crossing is going to be... Very big for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the hell out of that, uh, and it's just because like, I know Greg, uh, you know we had I don't know if you saw our, saw our Shack chat this week. It was what is Isabel drinking in the Nintendo Direct? Oh yeah. Greg sent me this video and it was just like, it wasn't an answer. It was like, I don't understand Animal Crossing. I'm like, I didn't ask you if you understand Animal Crossing. I asked you what she's drinking. Mm-hmm. I sent him a picture of my tea. I was like, what is, what's this? He's like, tea. I'm like, well, yeah, give me that answer then. Yeah. Like, you don't need <laughs> you don't need to crap on this game. And I, I, people who don't understand it, I'm like, I get it. It's not it's not a game with an endpoint. No, it's The Sims. It's, it's it, like Nintendo Sims. It's Nintendo Sims. It's also... Uh, I think it's more focused on friendship mm-hmm. than The Sims. It's yeah. like it's yeah. uh I mean it's way more cute. Oh yeah. <laughs> the characters are adorable. Yeah. But then they have like weird things in it, like KK Slider and like there's a there's a musician who plays like amazing shows at night. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's gonna be like there's like different things that happen in that game. There's seasonal events, there's the sense of accomplishment as you build whatever. And now this one offers some terraforming. Oh, nice. So I'm like, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. But for me, it's fishing. Do you think they'll hide classic Nintendo games in it? Like, remember in Animal yeah. Crossing, you could play like, I don't know, like Balloon Fight or something. Uh-huh. Oh, I mean. That was cool. I would love to see a Balloon uh-huh. Fight nod yeah. in this game. So right? That would be so you, you you grow you grow vegetables, right? No, it flowers. Mm-hmm. You and plant flower, flowers, you flowers. You plant flowers to make the place look nice, and then you have to go around and water them, or they die. So you spend most that's of your the day. Game? Yeah, that's part of the game. Uh, you can go fish. I mm-hmm. love fishing. Mm-hmm. I'll go fish. You can shake trees for different. That's how you harvest stuff. You shake the trees, and then like an apple falls off, or yeah, peach, or a, you know, and then you can sell those uh, okay. to Tom Nook. Or you get bells. You yeah. sell them, then you get bells, and you give your bells to Tom Nook, and then he, he's, okay. I, you know, uh, there's a Tom developer Nook out is there. the one. Then Tom Nook is the one that gives you the cocaine. He is. That... He is the banker. Now, what I will okay. say is that Tom Nook, he might be Muslim because Muslims do not believe in interest on loans. Oh, right. Uh, and Tom Nook does not charge interest on his loans. Oh. 
So Rami Ismail pointed that out uh, from VLambeer mm-hmm. and, you know, the uh, all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. Rami, you know, from the Internet. Yeah. No, I, I follow that dude yeah. on Twitter. He's he, uh, he great point, insight. He pointed out that Tom Nook has at least Muslim lending principles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Tom Nook will lend you bells, and then you then he happens to have a real estate company next door mm-hmm. that'll build your house for you for the same amount of bells, right? Yeah, that's kind of his 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 shtick. But now he has a phone company. Yeah, there's like the Nook phone. He's like so. He's like becoming Steve Jobs. He sure is. How come the <laughs> government hasn't gone after him for like a monopoly? Here's my theory. I, I, we were, I was talking to TJ about this. He might write something about this. I don't want to steal his thunder. But Animal Crossing New Horizons takes place on a deserted island. Why is Tom Nook just moving to deserted islands? It's like the so Fire Festival. So he's buying up property. So this is like Tom Nook is like tax dodging and up to like weird. Yeah, he's a tax like, this is like like his, financial stuff. He's probably got some offshore factory that's making these Nook phones. Yeah, like he's probably deep in it. He's probably <coughs> affected by the coronavirus. I bet he is. Yeah. So uh, more like Tom Crook is what you're saying. Oh, yeah, I would have yeah. to agree with that. But yeah, um, but he's not a. It's so like okay. So you, yeah, there's that aspect the, of it. Right? There's that whole aspect of it. And then there's like, you can visit your friends and your friends can visit you. So like, you can go to their village and it's. Do you remember Mitomo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where you could visit each other? Mm hmm. Those interactions are very that. similar to the interactions that you have in Animal Crossing, except they're scripted. Mm. Right? Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, so, like, you meet a new character that's like hanging out at the beach and they're like, man, I really like peaches. And you're like, okay. I'm gonna go find some peaches and give it to this guy, and then you become friends. Nice. It's like that's it. It's like a game of friendship and sharing, and I think it's like really nice. It's a nice game to play that doesn't have an end game and doesn't really have a point. I fell in love with the GameCube version mm. and then New Leaf on 3DS. I remember the GameCube version came with a memory card because it, it consumed like 57 out of 59 blocks. Yeah. So it, you needed a separate memory yeah, card. Yeah, if you had Animal Crossing, you had to have a separate memory card for it. Yeah. I mean, I had like four memory cards. I eventually got, they sold like the, the there's one that was like, there's a quadruple size memory card and then yeah. one that was like eight times. I eventually got one of those. Someone made one that has an SD slot in it. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I, I'm following like everyone in the Smash community now, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they have Melee. They need their their cards. Yeah. And those old cards like barely exist anymore. Like they don't. I don't yeah. think anyone's making new ones. No. So it's like mm-hmm. really an issue. Yeah. Uh, so someone came up with like this SD slot memory card for GameCubes. And I was That's like, wow. cool. Yeah. Like, I might get one of those. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for both Animal Crossing and Doom. We talked about Doom on a previous episode, mm-hmm. and now we're talking about Animal Crossing. Um, that's fair. That's I don't know. They're both coming. Out. They're both coming at the same time on yeah. the same day. You know who else is? You know what else is coming? What? Man, Stars. did you did uh, you read this week's uh, Shack Chat, David? 
about the drink? Yeah. I haven't read it yet. I know that was the topic. Blake's goes places. Oh. Yeah, mine I got say, pretty dark. Mine's pretty tame. Yeah? Mine's nice and tame. Yeah. I just said she's drinking an Arnold Palmer. Mm. But Blake... My, I imply that she has an addiction to hydrocodone yeah. syrup. Oh. Yeah, and that she's like morbidly depressed like damn just waiting out the days until the purple drink uh consumes her damn yeah it it goes places she just looks she looks exhausted all the time but happy but not like like the only other thing is like maybe isabel's smoking that cron but i don't Mm. know when you see her when you see her with the cup in her hand you start you know thinking other things but she's a doggo. Yeah, that's my counterpoint to everyone else in the in the article. She's just she's just yeah. like she's been, not she's drinking alcohol. It's bad for doggos, right? They're not drinking hydrocarbon. No, she's anthropomorphized though. She could drink some. Are I they? Do, I, I guess I do appreciate Donovan's take that it's actually some blood that she got from hanging out when she was hanging out with Doom Guy. <laughs> so yeah. like there is. Like, there's got to be some sort of doom item in Animal Crossing. That'd be hilarious. Mm -hmm. Like a helmet. Like a helmet. That would be great. Mm -hmm. They should do something like that. Uh, I just hope Doom Guy Guy should come to Smash now, Mm -hmm. and there should be some sort of law or rule that Isabelle and Doom Guy can only (laughs) fight with each other and never against each other. I don't want to go too far off our our beaten path, but I did notice, I think it was the last episode, where you, Asif, asked me if I would want a Mortal Kombat character in Smash. Yeah. And since then, Ed Boon has talked about it. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I interviewed Ed Boon. Yeah. How hilarious is that? Yeah. Everyone is tearing down their setup. IGN's already turned their lights off. And the show's over. The Dice Awards are over. Mm Mm-hmm. Ed Boone just kind of wanders in, and they go. The PR comes up to me and like, "Hey, do you want to interview Ed Boone?" I'm like, "Yes, I want to interview Ed Boone." Probably should do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, "Yes," Bring and I got him to say, here. "Do it for Shaq News." That's right. So, nice. mark that off the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I got to talk to him about Smash. Got to talk to him about Joker. Yeah, go watch that interview. Uh, but yeah, he he wants. Mortal Kombat in Smash. Mm-hmm. He thinks it would be like a stamp of approval. Yeah, I like how he phrased that. And because uh, is MK not allowed in Japan? Is it illegal there? I don't. I don't know. I've heard that someone I've told heard me that. Say I mean, now that, that you, accord. I don't know that I've ever heard that explicitly. Although now that you mention it, it is very much a Western phenomenon. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. I'll, I I'm kind of want to look that up. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. We'll have to Google that shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was something that was brought up to me after the interview, and I was like, "Huh, I did not know that." And he was like, "That's why Ed, the way Ed phrased it, he's like, that's definitely a question for Warner." But he's like, "If it were up to me, yes." Yeah. So I'm sure that there's some sort of licensing issue. But I thought that that's um, what blood was about. It was that uh, there was no blood allowed in but there's blood in other fighters now so there's uh, blood in so much anime yeah that's true like and like i can't it can't be the blood i think it could be because they're so realistic or something like that yeah the realistic 
violence. There are some fatalities. Yeah. It, there are some in Mortal Kombat 11 that, and I'm not, I'm not a prude, but I look at those. And I'm like, yeesh, you know. It's like, just they're that pretty it, what, graphic. It, what happened was that the graphics caught up to, yeah, the gore. Yeah. It was always gory, yeah. mm-hmm. and it was like comically gory, like the amount of ribs that would pop out of someone, or you know, like yeah, MK2 was like funny. It wasn't like, oh my god, look at that blood. It was just like, look at all those ribs. Right, right. Yeah, it's like B movie, yeah, B movie gore. It's it's when they moved away from the story of Ricky that they made the mistake. So I'll, I'll read from this article. Due to its gratuitous gore. And violent gameplay, Mortal Kombat has been banned in several countries. Japan, Ukraine, and Indonesia have banned the game physically and possibly digitally. So this will never happen. It seems very unlikely. Yeah. Well, oh well. Mm -hmm. In a perfect world, Ed Boon would get his his nod. Yeah. It would make more sense than another Fire Emblem character. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Really. <laughs> like, I it get it. It would just be cool, too. Like, I get it. Three Houses came out, and they want to, like, kind of promote that game. I get it. But, man, I, I would love to see. I think it was, a, it was like, a bargain. It was one of these things where they're like, look, we're going to do more fighter DLC. Yeah. So let's just give them another Nintendo character here. And then we'll save some big surprises for, yeah, that makes sense. They share know. the revenue. They they get to keep part of the revenue share from this dlc mm-hmm. and then they split it on the next one okay. i think is what's going on here that's my guess because i don't think when they originally announced the fighter pass one that they knew that they were doing a fighter pass two yeah but it seems like there were so many third-party characters that they didn't do that i think could come to the series i also think they look at they have to look at melee's longevity and realize you know what like people always play that game but now that we have the technology to support a Smash game into perpetuity, we may as well like keep yeah. Ultimate going. Yeah. Ultimate's going to keep going through 2021. That's what they've said, That's right? the roadmap. Yeah. And then maybe at the end of 2021, they do a Fighter Pass 3. But I, I think Sakurai said no. 88's the number. Yeah. Which I think is a good number. It is it's a phenomenal Imagine. number. Like, that's what... Yeah, really is I when I look at Ultimate, that's what I am in awe of. That's the thing, like the the care and the attention to detail they put into each character. I would rather have like eighty eight's a lot, but I would rather have eighty eight carefully curated characters than like a hundred and eighty eight. I, I don't know, like again, Fire Emblem. I don't really have a dog in the fight, but I'm getting to the point where I'm like, which one? Am I the one with the blue hair? Am I the one with the red hair? I, I would rather them like focus on character quality mm-hmm. than keep just like bringing in this deluge after deluge of who the hell ever. I, what I will say is funny is uh, in the most recent tournament, uh, Frostbite for the ultimate scene, mm-hmm. MK Leo won, and in that final round, we talked about it on our show, Wild Wor- Wide World of Electronic Sports mm-hmm. on Twitch mm-hmm. on Mondays, mm-hmm. six p.m. Eastern, three p.m. Pacific. I don't know what time in Japan. But yeah, that. <laughs> See, he's up 2 0 against his friend Meister, who's a Game & Watch main. Ooh. A Game & Watch main made it to grand finals. Yeah. And they're both they're both from Mexico and they both train together and they're like they're really good buddies. And like it was very apparent that Leo was gonna win the set. And he switches to Byleth and plays the last game of the set with that DLC, the most recent DLC character in, in Rex. Mm-hmm. So he's very good with this character that no one else really 
is playing well with. Okay, but they're still learning and everything. Right? The meta has shifted. Mm. Uh, it's definitely different. Uh, there's some. I saw Luigi make its make his way into top eight. We haven't seen Luigi in the mix for a while. Mario. Oh yeah, you told me that. There's two Marios now. Oh, there's two. Yeah. I knew about one. See, that's that's actually one thing I I really do like about Smash. The meta of most fighting games is more or less set in stone after like six months because that's about when their DLC dries up yeah. and the community knows, okay, this is who's in the game. This is how they're balanced. Mm -hmm. And then the game is no longer updated so they can kind of, things can settle. Yeah. But Smash, it doesn't. Like the fact that there are like Mario mains, a like Game & Watch main, it's, it's pretty cool. 7.0, like we went over it pretty intensely. Yeah. That buff that I highlighted on that show was the shield buff. Mm, yeah. And that has changed everything. Mm -hmm. A lot of characters are in the mix now. Do you ever uh, wish you could go back and um I've thought about this a, a lot. Maybe this is a topic we could like tackle in a Shack chat sometime, but I kind of wish I could go back to play old versions of games. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. What, like what if Version you could go history? back? Yeah, just I like I want to boot up Smash Ultimate 1.0 and remember what this was like at launch uh -huh. and kind of compare and contrast over the last year and a half or so. What I would say is the best way to go about looking at it at that is uh, I think uh, Zero has done an amazing job of chronicling the patches. That's cool. On his channel. So it's Zero Wondering on YouTube. Uh, he basically, he his original videos were like hours. Mm -hmm. He's he's narrowed it down where he, he shows you a tier list in about 15 minutes mm -hmm. he doesn't go over everyone but he used to exhaustively go over every character and every change mm. and uh yeah he he i would say his tier lists are some of the best but you can look i would say tier lists would be the best way to get us an assessment of what the meta looked like yeah then but you're right you can't just go to your switch and be like i want to play 1.0 right now yeah because i don't think Nintendo wants you to play 1.0. There's problems with it that they didn't tell you about. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. as, a, as you certainly dev. couldn't play it online. But like, I think about games like you know, I'm I'm stay well and listen is going to be a trilogy. Yeah, in a year or so, I'm going to work on book three. And even though I took a lot of notes while I played Diablo three for the first time in May 2012, sometimes I just think like, man, it sure would be convenient to like boot the launch edition of that game yeah. and like confirm all this shit that you know, cause you know, memory changes over time. Yeah. You tell yourself you saw or did something a certain way and that kind of becomes your fact. Mm -hmm. And I uh, just think about that, especially for fighting games. Like think about how much they change from patch to patch. Oh no, I, I, I circled 6.0. I'm like 6.0 is the moment that Kirby became less crap. Mm -hmm. Kirby's still like trash, but, but less, he's less trash than he was. Yeah because of the 6.0 buff mm -hmm. and because i'm amazing with him i can still lose to most characters mm -hmm. i did see a rob make it up there and rob's really my main if oh. i if i had to pick a main right now in smash it's rob it's rob hmm. i play my best with rob i think interesting like you've played me when i play as rob like i yeah i, I play pretty well with rob i if i could learn a character it would be pac-man like he's i want to learn so Pokemon good. trainer. I'm trying to learn Pokemon, Pokemon trainer's trainer. amazing. The 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 fan in me oh. wants to learn Mega Man. That's always assuming that one day he won't be trash. He's pretty trash. Yeah, I know. But he's he's still fun to play with, but yeah, he's not very good. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I I, I watched the there's a, a Japanese player named T who mains Pac-Man 
and he has this ability to he uses the fire hydrant as defilade like extremely well like he hides behind it he drops it so that you can't shoot him yeah like he just it's uh i've seen him drop it on people like it's just i don't know that's tough it it but that move reminds me of Kirby's down B in, in Smash 64, mm. which is like, you know, was unstoppable. Yeah. It was like the only thing that could beat Pikachu. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yeah, like I, 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 I think I could. That'd be the one character that I would like actually practice to try to get better at. But I think Wolf is good. I could play decently with Wolf and Rob. But, yeah, deep down, I still want to play as Kirby just when I want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah no i i don't know anyway he picked he picked that dlc character it was this very swag moment because hmm. he was in the losers bracket he beat like eight of the top 10 players mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. in the losers bracket and then he reset the bracket and then it, he yeah he's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> like, and he just got signed by t1 oh good for him yeah so the you know faker mm-hmm Faker recently signed with T1. He got part ownership. Uh, I don't know what Leo got, but he's on the same team as Faker, who's like one of the biggest esports players in the world. And their their League of Legends team is like, you know, whatever they've won. He's like the. I don't even know. What's a good equivalent? He's like Lance Armstrong of League of Legends. Oh wow! There you Damn. go. Except without the doping. Yeah. And both testicles, both as far I was as gonna know? say. It. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Maybe. All right. I haven't so. asked. Yeah. If I ever get an interview with the League of Legends esports players, that'll be the first one. I know the first one is how much Adderall. <laughs> yeah. You gotta ask the hard hitting <laughs> questions first. How much Adderall? Yeah. And do you still have your balls? At least one. Right. Um. <laughs> This is why I'm the each. I, this is why I'm right up there with Rod Breslau. Yeah, you know when it comes oh, to esports, I love Slasher. So shout, shout out to Slasher, guys. There's some breaking news. Uh-oh. Oh god, happening while we're doing this podcast. What happened? Uh, I we we were gonna talk about this a little bit later. Did GDC get canceled? It totally did. <gasps> GDC has been officially postponed. Postponed. Yeah. Oh, no. That means they're going to make us want to... They're going to... No. They're going like, to make hey, us what are you doing in like... June? <laughs> <laughs> right after hey, E3. Yeah, yeah. Right in between uh, Comic-Con and now. No. God, I hope they don't reschedule for then. Um, Is there anyone around that can write this? No, I already... TJ's already got it up because he's a firecracker. Oh, God. Bless TJ. Yeah. Yeah. Has officially um, been postponed. I'm, nice yeah sweet i mean i've been saying this for weeks i was the first person yeah blake we've been uh, talking about this for a month yeah like (laughs) basically it's been about a month since we've been talking about it we've been talking about this for a month yeah i went to a press event and i was talking with uh some colleagues there and they mentioned like they'd been hearing rumblings of this possibly happening but I don't think anybody saw it like the this. I don't know. I think the writing was on the wall for different reasons. But it's also it it's a bit of a surprise that it kind of snowballed the way it did. 
you know? Later in the summer. Oh, God. Uh, God damn you, GDC. Okay. So GDC. you're looking at... I'm sure it's hell not going to E3, but someone's looking at E3, GDC, and QuakeCon. Within like two or three months of each other. And yeah, they're probably going to do it during QuakeCon. San Diego Comic Con. And TGS. And I could totally see I might not go to TGS this year. Well, you're not going to uh, Oculus continues. Connect, right? Like, oh, hell no. Yeah. But was... I think last year was your last year, you said? Yeah. Oculus Connect should just cancel. Let's, let's, you know what? Maybe that will be the Valve Index tweet today. <laughs> no, I'm a. I will keep it 100 at the Valve Index. Yeah, but I will have the Valve Index affected by this tonight. Of course, oh, yeah, and it I, has to be. Have you noticed I'm linking to Shaq News articles with it? Yes, I have. Yeah, so this is not. We're not hiding. No, I mean the name of the freaking podcast was "Behold the Valve Index." Yeah. So like we're yeah we're, we're all in on the Valve Index. Yep, and it's doing terribly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really been taking some hits the past couple of weeks. I I oh, need man. to I need to give you an absolute value of it. Yeah. I don't have an absolute value. I need to go back to the original date, create a spreadsheet and chart it out for everyone. You know, it's really too bad that like TJ can't change the headline to GDC pulls out of GDC. <laughs> Because everyone else, that's the, no. the headline. Like Amazon pulls out. Of I GDC. love, I love that Nintendo didn't. No, Nintendo didn't. Nintendo. I posted that earlier today on Twitter. It was like Will Smith in the, alone in his house, the Fresh Prince. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like Nintendo at GDC, but it's happened. It's officially canceled. Yeah, this is uh, yeah. not canceled. Postponed. In, postponed. Postponed until the summer when Blake and I, David, won't be able to go. Yeah. See, so yeah, David, you're not going to GDC. I guess not. We were talking about this beforehand. I told him. <laughs> and, well, you said it was likely that GDC would not be postponed uh -huh. because, you know, they, they took people's money for tickets and everything. And I said canceled. Or canceled. Canceled. Yeah, yes, I said canceled. it wasn't going to be canceled because yeah. they already sold and all that, And that's still true. Yeah. It's not canceled. So I was right. Yeah. It did not get canceled. Yeah. It got postponed yeah. to a time where none of us are going to go, except Greg. The summer's rough because Greg like, and Ozzy will go and they'll crush it. Maybe we can send Donovan too. Oh, if I'm not at something else, I mean it's right around the. Corner, I have a so. feeling we're both going to be at something else then. Like that's my guess. I, I, I might that actually have to think vibe. about it because I have a feature, a long read, the biggest long read of the year. Yeah, I know. Might require me to to go. You know, well, if you have to go, you have to go. Yeah. Hopefully. It's no big deal. It's just that rescheduling a major event like this is really tough because in terms of like conferences, events, releases, uh, the gaming's industry's calendar year is pretty much set. Yeah. Like imagine having like postpone E3 to September. That would throw everything into just chaos, you know? Eh, not anymore. Not anymore. Um, well, five five to ten years ago, it showed Five to ten years ago, if you postponed E3 to September, it would have messed up everything. Yeah. Not but now, no. Because, no. like, I can just upload a trailer to YouTube. Yeah. Look at how Nintendo's operating. This is true. Like, how many, you know, I'm just kind of curious. How many views do you think the Animal Crossing Direct got? It's got to be in the millions. Yeah. Yeah. How many million? I will say between 10 and 20 million. 10 and 20 million. Yeah. Okay. 
I say this as someone who knows that Animal Crossing is popular, but hasn't really paid attention to it since. So this was six days ago. I don't know, two thousand two. Lola. What? Wow! It only got five hundred seventy-six thousand. Really? But then four hundred fifty-two thousand on IGN. I think. Oh wait, no. Here it is. There's no. That's just gameplay. I think the problem is this doesn't count the live views. Oh, really? This is the downloaded view, like that's the actually, like the on-demand views, the uploaded views. <laughs> I think that's the problem. But yeah, I don't know. It a ton is the answer. Yeah. But yeah, it's so frequent when you search for a trailer or something that IGN just shows up instead of the actual game company. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. Google. You really like my deodorant, don't you, Lola? She loves all deodorant. Oh, She's fascinated it. by deodorant. Uh, you want some deodorant? She just thinks it smells delicious. Hmm. You know, my uh, cat. But yeah, do you want to hear my... My cat's the same way. I, I'm pretty hmm. bummed out about this, Blake. I, I, had, I was telling David I had a new strategy. For how to be, how to vote blue no matter what. Yeah. I was going to go to GDC and contract the <laughs> coronavirus. Yeah, that's right. And then come back to Ohio and attend a, tr- a bunch of Trump rallies. Yeah. And just high five everyone while I'm wearing my MAGA hat. Yeah. And just get all those old people sick. Because mm-hmm. then, like, maybe that would be better than actually voting in a, Let the bodies hit the floor. a Democratic yeah primary where they're gonna rig it with super delegates anyway <sighs> sorry folks yeah. i digress anyway wickis <laughs> gdc postponed not canceled yeah and then eve fan fest has also been eve fan fest found out canceled canceled i'm this really sucks, bummed man this sucks oh my god so you know like i've been waffling as to whether or not i would go to cover fan fest for us yeah um and like last night, I was talking with like my my best friend, who's like like a lot of his family's from like Norway, you know. Like he's always wanted to like visit Iceland before, and like we talked about it. And I was like, "Well, I'll help you pay for your plane ticket. You can crash in my hotel room while I'm there." Like we were gonna work it out, so he got like a little like adventure out of the deal. And then I, it turns out it's not. I'm not going to Iceland at all. So, not yeah, Iceland. This so I'm sucks. a little bummed. It's, yeah, no, this I, sucks. I, I love Iceland. Like, Eve Fan Fest is awesome. Like, it was one of the best experiences of my career, and I was excited. I was I, I was a little iffy because we're just going to be on the road so much before that about going. Uh, but, like, I'd kind of come to the decision that, like, yeah, I want to do, do it. So, it's like, oh, nope, now you don't. Now you just get to go to Texas for two weeks. Texas. Pew, pew, pew. Hi, Texas style. Coronavirus. Texas style. Texas style, Lola. Uh, so, yeah, that... Well, that was breaking news that you will hear days yeah. after you heard the breaking news, Wickus. Sorry about that. Yeah. Even if I adhere to your 48-hour rule. What do yeah. you think about yeah. that, Wickus? <laughs> wow. Please send me okay, a message. Okay, hey. Well, that's that's too much. You mentioned Wickes too many times. Okay, that's it. sorry. I apologize too much to Wickes and the Jewish community. Thank you. I appreciate that. I am. Uh, you're. This is this episode went places. It has gone places. And probably you're a real man. I'm glad we're back. Yeah, we're back. 
Okay, so um, that was Animal Crossing. That was Animal Crossing and GDC. And GDC. That's, so we, cut, we got GDC and the yeah. coronavirus. Hey, 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 you know, we don't have to. Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about, I mean, I, do you want to jump I, down to the thing that we were going to talk about, about the coronavirus, the the, the stock market crashed 5,000 points this week. I mean, yeah, man. yeah we're already we're already we're in already Corona territory. Yeah. And then 38% of Americans don't want to drink Corona beer. <laughs> Good Lord. And there's like a well, bunch of people out there who are being racist towards Asian people and like avoiding yeah. them. And they're not going to Chinese restaurants. And uh, there was, I have an Asian American friend who was flying and people wouldn't sit next to her. You guys. Wow. So, yeah. This hey, don't be racist disease because of the coronavirus, works. people. You're yeah. being really ignorant. Yeah. And also dumb because Corona is a Mexican beer. And it's a beer. Yeah, it's like, And oh, it's bottled in America. It's the same name. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. I mean, those are people that just... that. That to me says like 38% of people don't even read the headlines. They just hear people talking about something and make up their own little side. They make up their own little fanfic about what's actually happening. Like the coronavirus is a virus born from the beer. Uh Yeah. 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 38% of people are morons. Like it's a lot higher than that, but at least in this case. 38% of people polled in that poll were really, really dumb. Those uh, are the people that would be avoiding pina coladas so, if, like, the Jimmy Buffett uh, yeah. virus happened. So, yeah, I've been talking about this forever. How the, stock market Jimmy kept, Buffett. how the stock market just kept going up. Mm-hmm. And how, like, you had every every company was worth a trillion dollars now. Amazon's a trillion dollars. Microsoft's a trillion dollars. Apple's a trillion dollars. Google's a trillion dollars. Yeah. Facebook. $680 billion company and mm. everybody loves Facebook and everyone uses Facebook and mm. Facebook is great. Mm. The Dow Jones is down 5,000 points this week. It's the most amount of points the Dow Jones has ever crashed in a week. Jeez. It's this insane. You went from a volatility index, which I talked about ad nauseum last year on this podcast, of 13 two weeks ago. To 49 today, that is that measures risk. That is a manifestation of risk yeah. in the system. That is systemic risk being manifested. I just hope people are safe and okay. But like, I had mm-hmm. cash on hand. So mm-hmm. I've been buying things because I you you heard me. I was like, I don't want to buy anything here. Yeah, I didn't want to buy any. I had two stocks that I liked. Mm-hmm. I talked about it. You know them. If you listen to this podcast, you know, Nintendo and Tesla, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And Tesla ripped the face off all of those shorts. Mm-hmm. Who could have seen that coming? Right? Mm-hmm. And then it went down. Who could have seen that coming? Mm-hmm. Tesla's going to be fine. Nintendo's going to be fine. These companies are, Apple will survive the coronavirus. We all survived MERS and SARS yeah. and swine flu. All these different things have come and gone and created panics. Ebola. I don't think this is the end of the world. I'm going to bet against that. But I have a new stock that I bought. U.S. Steel. Oh, yeah. I saw the bite video with Lola P.J. Poofington. P.J. Poofington buying investment steel. advisor. Yeah. yeah. She said we're buying. We're yeah. out here buying steel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's the thesis. If you want to understand why. And, like, full disclosure, I bought 
shares of steel, U.S. Steel, letter X this week. Like, I went out, I bought them. This is full disclosure. I'm right? curious about this. Uh, this is a company that I'll just I'll give you the history. When it crashed in 1929, the great crash in 1929, the stock traded at $19 a share. Mm-hmm. At the all-time high of the company in 2008, before everything went to shit, it traded at 190 a share, mm-hmm. right? That's when everything was inflated. Oil was the highest it had ever been. It crashed to $6.15 in 2016. Like it had fell from 190 all the way down to the teens. Then it rallied back into the 40s, crashed again. It rallied. Trump won. Stock went to 45. Mm-hmm. And now here it is at $8. Yeah. It's a very cyclical company. Mm-hmm. And China. Let's just talk about China real quick. They made a glut of steel and compo- you know whatever else you know, hot rolled steel like all the different things that u.s steel makes mm-hmm. so there's a supply glut but what's happening right now in china all the factories are shut down right so they're going to burn off the excess inventory i think that u.s steel being a domestic steel company will benefit from this uh, i don't think it's going to happen overnight i think that they have probably two or three or four more quarters that are going to suck but it's trading at a third of its book value, where or like I believe the book value is around twenty four dollars, and it's at around eight. So yeah, it's around a third of its book value. So even if you say like, let's say their book value is BS, let's say that they're fifty percent lying about their assets, it's still trading below an impaired book value, which means if they liquidated the company, I would make money from where I'm buying it. They're being valued less than their net assets. Their their book value, which is its assets minus intangible mm-hmm. assets and liabilities, and it's yeah. So you get it's what you get if you liquidate the company. Mm-hmm. So the fact that the liquidation value is higher than where the stock's trading is compelling to me, and historically that's when I've bought this company. So I'm out there buying steel, and I joke about it because I'm like it's because I'm a patriot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, <laughs> I put a trade on in 2016 on steel, and you could argue that it saved Shack News. Mm-hmm. I I made a lot off of it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying that'll happen again. This company is definitely a risk because you know there is a supply glut. They have had to like it's all about capacity utilization. When they're not utilizing their entire factory, they lose money on it, right? So as they shut down factories and they lay people off, it's not that they save money. They Yeah, they're not spending as much, but they're burning cash to just hold these properties. Mm-hmm. So if they can increase capacity utilization, that's going to be the signal that the turn has happened. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're there yet. I spent like a good, I don't know, I spent like half a day just studying their financial statements. I, I was like going this. to ask like when you came to this decision. Well, I, I start... I was reading about U.S. Steel for about a month, mm-hmm. but I bought it this week. Okay, because this was the this was the price signal. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm like, this is getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. I, when it was at 14, I was like, oh man, I should probably buy this. And I was like, no, I always do this. I always buy it too early, and then it goes into the single digits because mm-hmm. things get out of hand. Like these material stocks are hated right now, so they. 
and they trade together. That's the other thing happening right now. I always say this. When correlations go to one, that's when a stock picker needs to jump to action. Because not everything should be dropping on swine, on coronavirus. Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect Netflix. No. If anything, Netflix is going to go up. Yeah. You know? And it did. It actually outperformed today. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that Tesla's long-term story is intact. I see a Tesla in Canton every day now. Yeah, I've seen a lot. Is that crazy? I mean, a lot relative for this area. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. compared to a year ago, compared to two years ago. Mm-hmm. That's just anecdotal evidence, but still, like, we're not the richest city in America. No. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's 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 a little bit more indicative of a, a product catching on than, like, New York or San Francisco or L.A. would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that Tesla has hit a mainstream appeal, and it's here to stay, and it's a brand, mm-hmm. and Elon is a jerk, but he might be the most brilliant billionaire jerk, you know? Right out of all the jerks, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, like I, I did. I am trading. I'm out there trading this volatility. It's really difficult. I don't recommend it. And uh, yeah, I'm looking at Tesla again. I think Tesla got interesting again. Because remember, Tesla went from 260 a share to 960 a share, and yeah. now it's at 650 a share. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this all happened in less than four months. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a wild ride. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think it's over. And uh, no, I held Apple for twenty years. I think I'm going to have a similar time horizon on Tesla. Mm-hmm. But I will say that when it was above nine hundred, I and I used to say this about Apple too. I'd be like, "We're ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. Like we're here ahead of schedule. We shouldn't be here right now, but we are." And it was a function of the short interest. So many people bet against Tesla. Mm-hmm. And as the stock just keeps going up, you lose more and more money. When yeah. you short a stock, you have infinite downside because the stock can go to the moon. Mm-hmm. And that's what we saw with Tesla. Like, a lot of funds got blown up. Going back to U.S. Steel, one out of every three shares of U.S. Steel is shorted. That's huge short interest. Yeah. So if any positive news happens to this company, it's going to go up and down. Yeah. So that, I'm out here buying steel, folks. That's what I'm doing. Uh. It's not a sexy pick. It's not. I don't buy companies when they're doing great. Yeah. I rarely. Like, I bought Shack News in 2014 as it was falling off a cliff. You when, know. Like, when did you When did you invest in Nintendo? Uh, originally, I started buying it during the 3DS. So around 37 a share. Yeah. So it was not doing well. No. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Right at the 3DS launch, and mm-hmm. it was not doing well. Mm-hmm. And then it did worse, and I kept buying it. Mm-hmm. Because the Wii U was a flop, yeah, uh, the stock dropped below twenty dollars a share. So I started buying it in the teens. I'm curious, when did you? Because you you have your finger on the pulse of this. When did you first get an inkling that Nintendo was going to go way up? I just I felt like I was looking around the the landscape of cell phone games in 2010. Mm-hmm. And there's like King Digital and Angry Birds, Rovio, and like all these companies are just appearing out of nowhere. Yeah. Going up to like eight billion valuations. Zynga. Right. All these different Facebook games. And like, like, meanwhile, here's Nintendo over here, and you're valuing its IP at like $5 billion. Right. I'm like, this seems wrong. 
Yeah. When it was trading at like 13 a share and you backed out the cash that they had on hand, mm-hmm. it was like you were buying the whole company for a $5 billion valuation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's insane. It was at that point that it got insane, right? And yeah. that was the buy of the century. It was Nintendo at 13 yeah. or 11 or whatever it hit. But I felt that way starting in the 30s. I thought like at a valuation of 30 billion when they had like 11 billion of cash on the balance sheet, I still thought was low compared to like cuz I see them as Disney. I see them yeah, as too, yeah. you know, Apple. Mm-hmm. And Apple's a trillion dollar company now and Disney's worth 200 billion. Mm-hmm. And Nintendo's just sitting here at 30. I'm surprised Disney's only Oh, th- was this back then? No, this is now. Oh, I'm surprised Disney's only two, worth $200 billion. Yeah, in media, that's big. Oh, okay. But media. okay. Yeah, for a media company, that's huge. Okay. Um, but no, uh, and it's because Nintendo is so slow to move into things that they don't get the credit, and their shareholders are they're disgruntled. Yeah, the shareholders always seem to be pushing them to like go yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know? And Nintendo does not move at that pace. They, mm-hmm. they do their own thing. Uh, I like it on day on weeks like today or weeks like this week, where everything's going to shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think this affects demand for the for Animal Crossing. No, no, no definitely. Entertainment not. usually isn't. You know what like, I mean? Uh, something that goes away. If anything, like entertainment thrives during recessions because people need to yeah, be, but they need distractions from how shitty life is. They do, of course. It depends on you know their personal like financial situations, but long term, if it, I, I agree that it doesn't affect demand for Animal Crossing. Does it affect production of yes. hardware needed to play the software? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it did, and uh, luckily. There are 52 million switches already in the hands of consumers. Yeah, I'm also thinking about They're at that, but they've reached the escape velocity. Mm-hmm. They're ahead of SNES and unit sales now. Yeah, that's wild. You know what I mean? Like they are. This is going. They're going to 100 million. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is not a story that ends at 70 million. They're no. going for 100. They are. I, I. I guarantee you internally, they're shooting for the DS. Oh yeah. That's what they want. Yeah. They want to beat the DS in unit sales. And I mean with a Switch Pro unit down the road and mm-hmm. everything. I mean throughout the life cycle of this. And Switch. they have all these like new Switch lights cues and They're killing it, man. But yeah. I guess what I'm thinking of is Xbox Series X and PS5. Mm-hmm. This could impact their Sony's and Microsoft's ability to Definitely. to manufacture and meet demand for oh, yeah. the holidays. I think that both yeah, of them could are push stuff back another year. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these things, year. a lot of these things were supposed to go into production by the latest June. Yeah. But now they're going to slip into Q3. I could see these get pushed into Q1, Q2 next year. I, I could see a Q1 launch, like a March launch, instead of a November launch. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Because I, I, it's really we're we're not going to know until we see China get this under control it's interesting that when you think about the ripple effects this could cause like for example i bet there are a lot of publishers out there who were banking on e3 to show their launch titles for the next playstation and xbox consoles 
But let's say hypothetically though that this the coronavirus and and all it uh, has affected does push back the launch of the new consoles. That would also mean that a lot of games will get delayed as well. Um, not in the case of Xbox One or Xbox oh. Series X because they're doing this smart delivery. So you could just release the game on Xbox One and it'll just deliver on over to the X when it's ready. Okay, that's true. But we don't know about Sony yet. Yeah. I, I would imagine Sony has some first-party title that we don't know about that's going to be in a launch window with the system, and that game would certainly be delayed because yeah. there'd be no system for it. Right. Uh, I do think that that's... I think that they both run the risk of being delayed. I think that Sony more is more likely to delay than, than uh, Microsoft because I think Microsoft is in the power position of having more money so they can come to the suppliers and be like, give us all of your things and we'll give you all of this money tell me if, if it's a bidding war yeah, yeah yeah i don't know if that's how it works or if they already have their supply chain and it's one of these things you know it, it, i know that there's a couple of components to the, both these devices that are in short supply yeah and now they're going to be in even shorter supply yeah I, I don't know that this would happen but i guess i'm just like thinking off the cuff i would rather these consoles be delayed then have to pay extra to like to, to get a console that it, it makes me think of the Wii. Remember, people would buy Wiis and then flip them for like two or three times the price on eBay because uh-huh. they were yeah. in such short demand. Sure. Uh, yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. Uh. Well, yeah. You know what? Let us know in the chatty thread for this uh this podcast. Uh, what you think? Yeah. Do you think that PS Five or Xbox Series X will be delayed. We want to know. We want to know what you think. Before all this, before the coronavirus stuff, I would have said no, but now I think it's it's not only possible, but uh, increasingly likely. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So, like, how do you think all these people at PAX are feeling about GDC um, being canceled right now? They might be <laughs> laughing. They might just be laughing. Because all we know, yeah, I mean, they're probably having a good time. Oh, they're kicked back I with their corona a, beer. I, I asked one of my friends who's there working how it's been, and he said that he didn't really notice any lack of attendance or anything. It looked very crowded uh, from a picture I saw. Yeah, so I think it was just, but that's also that's not a business event per se. Not quite as international. I mean, some international companies. We're going to be there. Some are still there. You know, Platinum Games is there. Yeah. Uh, you Nintendo's know, Nintendo's there. Yeah, but like Square Enix uh, has has some presence as well. But like a few people like decided not to go officially. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot different because the GDC is super international. You yeah. know. Yeah, it's. I it, mean, with the, it, with the mean, panels and everything, they mm-hmm. we were gonna yeah. a, a Kojima Death Stranding postmortem. Yeah. Oh man, mm-hmm. I was into that. Yeah, I was too. <sighs> yeah, I wanted to go to that. That was gonna be like standing room only. I bet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been like Carmack. Yeah. Back in the yeah. day when he used to do his GDC talks. Geez, I remember. Uh, I don't. I don't think you got to go, but in 2017, I went to the. They had like the three main directors of Breath of the Wild there. Yeah. And this was like days before the game came out. Mm-hmm. And it was just packed. Yep. I did not get to go to that. I was probably oh. with Greg. I remember, oh yeah, I went to that because 
I went to the airport like four or five hours ahead of my flight. I took a red eye home, got the switch the next day. But at the airport, I wrote, I transcribed that uh, panel and, and wrote a Breath of the Wild feature yeah. around it. Yeah, jeez. GDC memories. I remember Nintendo Switch. Yeah. That launch. Wow. Yeah. What a launch. Yeah. You don't get those very often. But it, I don't know. I thought that they had something with the Wii U. Like, I, I just, I was streaming, I streamed off the Wii U last night. Mm. I, I streamed F-Zero X. I'm actually the number one, at least last night I was, the number one F-Zero Twitch streamer on Earth. Wow. Yeah. Totes influencer, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Greg will hate you soon. We are Operation uh, Mead City. We are Legion. Mm-hmm. Revive F-Zero. Yep. Uh, I have cracked the code. And I will, I will get a new F Zero. I figured it out. Nice. Yep. That's all I have to say for now about it. But yeah, uh, that's sad. I feel bad for everyone who is. Yeah, I, the people I feel bad for because you know I've been to like God, I don't know how many GDCs. I love it. GDCs great because GDC is my in- favorite plant. Panel. Ton of indies. Yeah. So many indies there, and they're out there pitching these publishers. They're out there pitching. They're pitching to get on these consoles to get on Game Pass. So this is like a huge deal for a ton of people that they did not get that face to face time. And that's I have a friend I have a friend developing a game right now and like a lot of the funding is like come in hand over fist month to month and he's totally like, What am I gonna do now that GD's like his game might not happen because yep. he's not gonna be able to get funding for it from GDC that he was counting on. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. talking about what you're talking about. Like yeah, the the yeah. ripple effect of this is mm-hmm. going to be yeah. it's going to be material. Yeah. And uh that sucks. So our I feel bad. Uh we're not, it sucks. We're, not yeah, we're not joking about this. And I I feel bad for anyone who has a retirement account that's like 10% less. But honestly, if you're listening to this, you're probably not 65. So you're or, or whatever, 72. Uh, so you're, you got some time for the stock market to recover. What I always tell people is like, you never make money panicking. Don't, don't panic. Just use, you know, if if you don't really think that you have faith in the instrument or the stock that you own, get out of it, Mm -hmm. find something that you do. And if you have cash on hand, which I, I recommended for, I don't know, at least like eight months now. Yeah probably and granted i might have been a little early whatever it mm. your year this is year 11 of a bull market that started in 2009 mm-hmm. like there can't be that much more upside you know like yeah. there maybe we're entering a phase where the market just trades sideways again and then it goes up again who knows i'm not trying to predict where it's going but if you're if you're losing sleep right now you should sell something mm-hmm that's it. Like yeah. if, if positions keep you up at night, you're doing something wrong. And like the positions I own do not keep me up at night. Right. And it's it's about the risk that you take. You have to if you take calculated risks, you can make your way through this market. Mm-hmm. So people that are using margin, the people that are trading options that are gonna get blown up here. But you know, it it's I knew this was coming. Because we had a finance shack happening, our thread, 
every day for like three weeks. Yeah, that's and right. So I was like, that's how you know. When Mr. Sleepy posted a thread about buying stocks, I was like, uh-oh. Oh, the stock market's about to crash. No offense to you, Mr. Sleepy. I just think like there was like this. It was the zeitgeist. Yeah. The stock market just wouldn't go down, right? Mm -hmm. Even in the face of the coronavirus, it was right. going up until it didn't. And now what was that tipping point? It being here? Was that it? Was that the tipping point? It being in San Francisco? Or yeah. was it that they, it was reappearing in people that they thought had been cured? <laughs> I think it was when Trump said, we've got it under control. And then it came out that like the CDC said, hey, these flights have people who might be infected. You should maybe not let them fly. And then he was like, it'll be fine. And now it's here, you know? Yeah. 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 But Pensy's on it, so. Yeah. Don't worry. We got Pensy on it. Yeah. Uh, this <laughs> is like a commercial prayers. for Medicare for All, by the way. It is. Because the, what's really bad about a pandemic like this is that the people who are most affected are in the service industry and they can't afford to not go to work yeah and uh, they're, they're gonna notice a cold like <clears throat> symptom yeah and they're gonna go to work anyway and then they're because you have to yeah you don't have health care you don't have health care yeah you don't have health care you don't have money you don't you, lose yeah, your job. you're not salary so if you stay home that's money out of your pocket yeah i think the other thing is a lot of health insurance does not cover the test no. So a lot of people are yes. going to be in a situation where, like, maybe they are infected, but they can't even afford the th test. Yeah, there was a there was an article about a guy in who lives in Tampa, and he came from China, and he was like, "Oh, I might have the test," so he went to a hospital to get tested, which he should. Mm -hmm. It was a responsible thing to do. He got a thirty five hundred dollar bill. Yep, he came back clean, but he got a thirty five hundred dollar bill. Mm -hmm. Like, how, do you, how are you supposed to pay that? So a lot of people are just going to be like, "Well, I don't have the money." So and also, it presents itself as a respiratory cold. Yeah. So how many people just have a cough? Right. Like just generally, if you're at the airport, yeah, everyone has a cough. Mm -hmm. I just coughed. Yep. I must have it. No, but I am, I am looking forward to when it becomes a, a, an Ohio outbreak and I can do my best for the Bernie movement by going to the MAGA rallies, MAGA rallies yeah. uh, <laughs> and just high-fiving all the seniors. Yeah. Just like hugging yeah. them, kissing them, mm -hmm. like just being like, "Yeah, build that wall, build that wall." Apparently, I'm <laughs> yes, I'm brown. <laughs> yes, I'm brown. No, dude, they they love it. They're like, "Oh my god, a minority! Put him on stage!" Oh put yeah, him on like stage. it like justifies <laughs> yeah. their bullshit. Oh, they're like, yeah. put him on stage. He has a hat on. He's so cute. Yeah. Put him on stage. Yeah, yeah. Just cough into the mic. Yeah, <laughs> like hacking, coughing in the mic the whole time. Yeah. Uh, no. why, why don't we take a short commercial break? Yeah, we should take another break, right, Wickus? What is it? It's about an hour fifteen. I can't. Break yeah, time. so yeah, thanks commercial to Greenlit. Yeah, thanks to Greenlit uh, Podcast Network for having us in the network. So yeah, take a listen to a commercial about one of these fine other podcasts. How does Bloodborne stack up against, say, Oregon Trail? And is Bomberman just Loadrunner from a different point of view? Find out on Hardcore Gaming 101's Top Games, where we objectively, definitively, and scientifically rank the games you nominate for our ever-growing list. HG 101's Top Games, twice a week, every week, right here on Greenlit. And we're back. Wow, that was a great commercial for that podcast. I loved it. I learned a lot. That was probably my favorite commercial for any podcast ever. Wow. I think it might be my favorite commercial ever, Blake. I'm going to have to go one up on you there. Holy crap. Yeah. Even better than Where's the Beef? 
Yeah. Even better than the commercial that made me go to Arby's and get a King Hawaiian fish, whatever the hell. I don't remember the commercial. David, I just remember if you hilarious. ever need to talk, if you're ever feeling down, you should just call me, man. You don't need to go eat Arby's. and like. It was a YOLO kind of moment for me, Blake. I don't know. I mean, you do only live once. That's why you don't eat at Arby's. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. That's like, We all know what's in. But you got fish at Arby's. I know, dude. Oh my in God. Ohio. I'm going all in. <laughs> in, in Ohio. All the only body in. of water we have here is Lake Erie and Cuyahoga River. Where is this fish coming from? A truck? It's frozen, hopefully. Well, I hope. You know, it I can't don't know, be some... very good. It was okay, but that might have been mostly the tartar sauce. <sighs> oh, you know, you know what? You know what it is? For the, like, the past couple months. I'm not actually a nostalgic person, which might surprise people who like know this that I just write about older games. <laughs> There's a reason for that. It has nothing to do with nostalgia. But um I like as a kid, we were talking I, I was talking to somebody about McDonald's and I was like, Yeah, as a kid I love the filet of fish. That was like my meal. Yeah. And then I just kept talking about it and thinking about it and like I really want a fish sandwich. And then Arby's had this commercial on like before a YouTube video that was hilarious. I don't remember it. Wow, so you saw a commercial before a YouTube video that wasn't for Mike Bloomberg? Yeah. Wow. Oh, maybe it was. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was. Mike Bloomberg isn't an Arby's fish sandwich. <laughs> That's the new name of this episode. Oh, Mike Bloomberg oh. is an Arby's fish sandwich. Done. Boom. The Arby's fish sandwich of candidates. The Arby's fish sandwich of candidates. And I saw this, and I was like, you know... <laughs> The Shaq cast just went full political. It pivot. did. It did. We don't give a fuck. Team Blue, no matter who. Uh, unless it's Mike I Bloomberg, actually played video system. games, and we have not even gotten. Video games? Like, what? There's video games? Video games. We talked there about were. GDC. Yeah, that's And we true. talked about Switch. Yeah. And we talked about the Xbox One S. Yeah. S Series X1. XOXOXO. We talked about Sony, yeah. the PlayStation. We just haven't talked about Baldur's Gate or Ori, and I want to talk about both yeah. these games with you. Yeah, so tell, tell me about Baldur's Gate because this is like a huge return for this franchise. Baldur's Gate Three, yeah. Uh, I saw. I got to go to a press conference uh, before the PAX, the PAX reveal, and get like a demonstration, uh, a very thorough demonstration of some of the new stuff in Baldur's Gate Three. Uh, as one would imagine, it's going off a D and D fifth edition. So that's where the rule set's coming from. That's like all the stuff pulling the strings behind the scenes. Um, but man, it's looking freaking gorgeous already. Yeah, that game's a looker. Yeah, it's looking really good, and there's just lots. They've tried to really make it a game where if you can do something, like if you can be like tell a dm you want to do something that you have that sort of freedom in the game uh they've added there's now a lot of there's there's more vertical aspects to everything so like you're not just like on a playing field sometimes you can leap up to get a height advantage either for targeting people or you want to jump up there and like shove a goblin archer off a cliff or something like that you can do that now um they've added a turn-based feature that like lets you do stuff for six seconds and then lets your opponents do stuff for six seconds uh on top of the regular turn-based combat 
It's also like the cool thing is is that you can use this new feature out of combat. So if you're trying to sneak around a bunch of enemies, you can do turn-based stealth events. Hmm. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Uh, you can yeah, you'll also be able to see like where they're going to be able to see stuff on the map so you'll have that sort of mm. visibility. Uh, you can leave if you want to go and do something on your own without all your party members, you can just leave them somewhere uh, and be like, all right, peace out. I'm going to go do this solo style for a moment. Um, and then the story is just, you get worms. You get worms, right? That's like what I called my preview yeah. or my subtitle. <laughs> the subheader for my preview was, you've got worms. Um Basically, what happens in the opening cinematics is your character has been captured by these creatures, and I can't. I'm gonna have to look up their name really quick because it is eluding me at the moment. But uh, they're mind flayers, right? Mm, the Which are pretty much they look like Cthulhu yeah. dudes. Yeah, they're squid, squid-faced uh, mystics, mm-hmm. uh, all about destruction. So you're captured, and they're putting these parasites in your brain through your eye holes. They're doing it to everybody on the ship. Is this um, is this a Justin Roiland inspired concept? I don't know. <laughs> it, is, it definitely was not funny. It's creepy as as okay. hell watching. Um, but it could be like, "Ooh, wee, you better stay away from my eye holes, you evil demon guy!" <laughs> oh just, boy. I, I just I don't know. I think Trover when I think eye holes. Because you literally shove. It's hard not to. (laughs) Justin certainly loves his eye holes. He has. Um, He has a thing about that. He like. Yeah, he does. Uh, It's true. We interviewed him about it. We did. Um, But yeah, interviewed him about a lot of things. (laughs) So like you're on a you're on a nautiloid, which is like this giant flying mollusk, and Uh you're you're over a town, and the tentacles start like attacking the town and like making the people disappear, and some dragon riders show up, and they're like, oh hell no. Uh, the the flying mollusk like like teleports itself near the shores of the Forgotten Realms. Get shot down. You wake up like in the wreckage, and you start scouting around. And maybe you don't. This won't necessarily happen, but maybe you run into some of the other survivors. And you start talking, and you realize that you now have a telepathic bond because of these parasites in your head. And these aren't just your average mind flayer parasites. Although you, are, there is a ticking clock thing. Like, the, supposedly they turn your they turn you into a, like kind of a zombie of the mind flayers after a certain amount of days. Hmm. So you're trying to the quest is to get the worms out of your head. That is the actual goal of the game. That sounds cool. I am in. So is there yeah. like is there a time limit or does the or does the disease or the condition if you will See here's progress? the thing. Okay. The thing of it is is you're not actually sure if they're going to kill you or not cuz these these parasites seem to have given you extra human abilities like telepathy, right? And you can now communicate with anybody else psychically that has these worms. So you start meeting other people that like are considering themselves like the chosen and they're part of this group called the absolute and they're sort of working 
they're they're working to sort of in of take take out everybody in the area and you don't really you know it's not really clear yet what their actual machinations are but it seems like they're trying to just sow the seeds of chaos it, with all the with all the neighboring factions right mm-hmm. this so sounds, this sounds pretty cool it is and it's just crazy because they can really go anywhere like we were playing as like a vampire spawn guy which is like uh like a lackey that isn't quite a vampire yet and like crazy stuff would happen there's like um there's a feature like you camp at night and you can kind of get to know your uh the uh the other people in your party better and have interactions with them that'll affect your relationships but like one of the things that happened in the middle of the night is like this vampire spawn has a dream of his master and thinks he sees him in the woods and then he's like craving blood so you have to choose whether or not you're going to try and feed off of one of your party members without being caught. Oh. Also, their alliance, like the character's alliance is evil. So it makes sense that like it plays towards that. And uh, it's this is just one of the many archetypes that they have ready to go. So they'll have characters pre-baked that are in the storyline that you can choose to play as. Or you're welcome to create your own character as well. They got, I think, 15 races and sub-races and 8 classes already in the game for people to choose from um are mixed just, races going to be allowed probably i mean some races are just that's probably what because i think fifth edition allows that yeah so. yeah yeah because yeah, that'll be that's even more combinations yeah like that's gonna but be like, crazy certain races are already combinations of two things like, that's right uh like halflings are human and elf yep. offsprings yeah, so I think you'll see more stuff like that. Oh, okay. Like, hmm. Well, that, yeah. that's still that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just but I just, remember someone had uh, someone had asked. It's just about like that. it's just like a massive like branching tree of D and D like what ifs essentially like you're never gonna see the same story twice you you know because so like when you attempt to feed off your sleeping companion you could totally fail you could absolutely fail uh to make a saving roll and have them wake up and freak the fuck out yeah, or you know yeah. yeah this this time it actually happened that they they made it and like you know your rolls to influence people can always fail stuff like that you're not so it is always rife with those times where you try and make a decision and nothing goes wrong and you have to pivot and I think it even happened live during the demo at PAX yesterday. But like during our demo, there were several moments where the driver was like, okay, I'm going to go over here and I'm just going to do something cool. Like there, we were, there was a boss fight and they were trying to push the boss into a pit full of spiders below them and just have the spiders finish them off. But they like forgot to like click on a few things beforehand and all of a sudden it's this huge battle. <laughs> in the middle of this field and they're having to like think on their feet to get out of it and move people around to dodge keep everybody alive like it really became an intense thing i think during the stream yesterday the developer uh accidentally killed his whole team <laughs> yeah and uh i saw uh was it is it josh sawyer 
over at Obsidian. Mm-hmm. He tweeted at Jabby. Uh, he's like, "Welcome to the club, <laughs> uh, Larian." Because like Jabby apparently did that during a uh-huh. a demo of Pillars of Eternity on stream. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was gonna say the CRPGs have come full circle because Baldur's Gate came out and made waves. Yeah. And then it kind yeah. of went dormant for a while, inspired games like Pillars, mm-hmm. and now Baldur's Gate is back. In fact, oh, and also uh, like Divinity. And, well, yeah, and Divinity. And, you know, it's funny, like a lot of the, the developers at Obsidian had to leave Black Isle before they got the chance to finish their Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. So this is kind of a neat thing for them. Yeah. No, this is, it's, uh, that's, it's moved up to like one of the most highly anticipated games. Uh, is it due this year, Blake? We don't know. Oh, um, we don't know. Okay. It's actually we're supposed to get like some early access in a few months. That's there. There, there was no. There, there might have been. They might have broken that news since yesterday. I think they might have had more of a uh, window of time presented. But oh, did you mean was, early access is in like it will be an early access game? No. Oh okay. no, just preview. Preview. I was gonna say. That's the sort of game I would not want to play in early access. It's like imagine if the story completely changes and you just finished sinking like 200 hours into this Yeah, no, early not... access. No, they're talking early okay. access in the next few months. I mean, oh. it, when you, the game's already in a playable state. It, it's it, Even in its pre-alpha. So I think now that they have the luxury of being able to sort of use their fan base as oh. the bug programmers that... They're going to oh, take so they that opportunity. Even... So it, yeah. it will be an early access game? Wow. That was the information I was given. Okay. When you look at, if you look at my preview, I, the last sentence I wrote is, yeah. it's going to be a few more months before Baldur's Gate 3 hits early access and you discover your fate. Mm. That is verbatim what I wrote. Okay. Uh, but... I you know it's really gotten me jonesing to play Dungeons and Dragons again honestly more than anything like to do my own campaign with some friends because um, I just before I went to this event I just finished watching the first season of Harmon Quest which if you don't know what that is it's Dan Harmon the guy that created Community co-creator Rick and Morty blah 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 it's uh, something he did for his podcast is they would do episodes where they played D&D or Shadowrun, and he, he turned Harmon Quest, his D&D campaign, they turned it into like a show mm-hmm. where they filmed it live in front of an audience, but then they also animated a lot of the adventure, uh, sort of like a, the Ricky Gervais show almost, but with a D&D quest. Yeah. So yeah, so I finished watching that right before going to see Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> and now I really want to play D and D. Yeah, D and D is great. Yeah, like, but this game is gonna be a game that people play for years to come. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, absolutely. I recall a chatty thread just recently. I think someone's playing Baldur's Gate two for the first time. Mm-hmm. I saw that earlier this week, and uh, yeah, this yeah. is this is pretty cool. Yeah, they really. I mean, this is. I don't know. This is so what a modern thing. The other cool thing is like the telepathy stuff plays into the multiplayer. Sometimes you're, uh, you're the people you're playing co-op with are going to get a little sneak peek into your head. It's going to be higher, hard to like deceive uh, folks uh, potentially. 
you know? Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm really curious to see how that aspect plays into the multiplayer of it. So uh, that'll be cool. I'm also really excited to play multiplayer with people. Like, I really want to yes. play this with a group of friends. Yeah. I'm, yeah, because, like, I, I don't know. Like, Dave and I live in the same area, but, like, if we could... If we could have a Shaq crew, oh yeah, that game that would be a lot of fun to play. I know uh, Chris Gerard seems super jazzed about it. He loves Larian Studios a lot. Uh, well, there we go. He, I think he's a fan. Yeah, we got four right there. Mm-hmm. That's four uh, right there, and I think that's what it supports. Yeah, if Let it's anything like uh, Divinity Original Sin Two, mm-hmm. which I imagine it is. Uh, so yeah, I want to know. About this owl in Ori, and then we can move on. Oh my Tell god! Me about the owl in Ori, I would die for this fucking owl, Asif. <laughs> it is the most adorable little baby owl ever. I'll it's tell you so what, cute. This owl has I a lot it. to live up to because uh, the only owl I can think of in video games is Kapora Gabora from Ocarina of Time, and I fucking hated that guy. Yeah, that owl sucked. Yeah. Look. This is an adorable owl. Okay. This is this is the cutest little baby owl. It's a baby. And it's it's, baby. it's born it's without uh one of its one of its wings is like malformed from birth. It never grows in right, it never gets its proper plumage. Aww. Uh and that's kind of where the story of Ori and the Will of the Wisps start, right? Yeah. You happen to have because uh I don't I'm I'm not gonna give away why you have this baby owl or why you have a giant owl feather. Play the first Ori game if you wanna know all the details on that. But essentially like you use this giant you and your friend Ori and their friends use this giant feather to patch the wing of the baby owl and the baby owl and Ori are like flying around they're following the birds over the ocean and like they hit some they hit like a storm and the storm crash lands them on this new island but separated so ori ends up in like this foresty area but the little baby owl who i believe is named ku it's ku uh ends up in these these like badlands full of like giant bird and owl corpses in the background so there's just like skeletons everywhere uh it's very dark you know and uh it's up to you gotta it's up to ori to not only like reunite with their owl friend but also to uh sort of save sort of save the this new island yeah that has also faced corruption and uh help out like the the sort of the local creatures yeah that are that are there or so he's, there's or he's a, the hero of time essentially yeah yeah and it's just a oh it's such a solid metroidvania it it's is. so good have you played like it? the no not yet the first one well no oh, that's good i haven't installed well, i got the, the definitive edition so i'm gonna play it before will of the wisps comes out play it, it before like, will of the wisps a week oh, it's really? a lot shorter soon it's not oh. like it comes out march 11th yeah comes oh, out march 11th so the first game is shorter blake oh uh, yeah the first game is shorter so it should be easier to beat okay like i've um uh, i've played maybe a third of the new the new the newer game mm-hmm. while i was there and you can see the first three hours of the gameplay 
oh, wow. that I captured. But I also kind of, I don't want to say I did a speed run of it, but you know, I knew that I was trying to get to a goal in the short amount of time I had. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was a cut. I had to. There was a cutoff point in my adventure, and if I didn't get to the end cinematic, then I wouldn't get it. Yeah. Like or you know you know the last the last little piece of content that they were allowing me to to film, but sure. there's a yeah there's a there's a much stronger emphasis on combat this time, but it can still be avoided pretty easily if you just want to like hop around a bunch of cool new abilities. Most of them give you new ways to traverse everything, you know. But also some are some are just straight up combat, like you can choose to get uh, you'll 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 get choices for what abilities you want to take so maybe you'll be like oh i want this ninja star ability or you'll be like oh i want to be able to summon a little esper that shoots homing shots at enemies you know or maybe or maybe you'll take something else entirely so uh you'll also get like little augments to certain things so like maybe you'll you'll like want to slot in a boost to your health or maybe you'll want to slot in a damage boost that makes you a little bit weaker or maybe you'll want to put in something that gives you the like uh more agility or something like that you know so just a lot of a lot of like little new features you get a laser sword really quickly on in the game i just say laser sword because i don't know what else to call it um, but yeah, I, I was hooked. I didn't want to put it down mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. It's just, it's so whimsical. And I grew up on films like the never ending story and the mm-hmm. secret of Nim yeah. that were for kids, but there was wow. also shit was really dark. It was, I love those movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there were, there was something dark and creepy, but there was always that like glimmer of hope that like, that brightness that shined through and that's sort of like the feeling that you get playing Ori. Uh, uh, at least that's the feeling I got while I was playing will of the wisps. Awesome. Um, yeah. I, and I want to play it, that game. I like the minute you see that baby owl, you're just like, I will kill anything that touches this fucking owl. I swear to fucking so, God. David. I threaten the PR people. Oh, yeah. I threatened no. the PR people. I said, <laughs> I swear to fucking God, if anything happens to that baby owl, like, I'm coming back. Yeah. I'm coming Dude, for you guys. I don't know if you remember, David. It was right when you joined Shaq. I had to move twice in, like, a month uh, yes. because of yeah. plumbing issues mm-hmm. in the, the homes that I was living in. Mm-hmm. This is 2016. That's when I was playing Ori. I had it on my – I had it on a Steam – I had it on Steam on my laptop, and I just I was disjointed. Like I, I I got really into the game, and I had to move, and I was like playing it in the hotel, and then like I moved, and then we did that E three booth. That was our like first E three booth, mm-hmm. and I was flying back to Ohio to watch the Cavs. You know, yeah, I remember the finals. <laughs> yeah, um, I was debating if I would be in california for e3 yeah or if i would go to game six in cleveland i ended up staying in california uh but yeah that was i i never beat ori and i love it it's a great game Mm -hmm. it's like one of those games where 
I didn't put it down and forget about it. It's just I like didn't have time at the time. Mm-hmm. And then you know how it is. Games yeah. appear. They stack pile up. up. Yeah, so, so it's like quickly. I could not... I could never get around to it. Now it's on Switch, and I really do want to beat it. Uh, but I'm playing... I just want to kind of jump in here and say I'm playing a, Metro, a Metroidvania 2 called Kunai. Hmm. Uh, about a little tablet in this world of tablets and electronics basically all the humans are dead or enslaved i can't really tell Mm. and like there's bad tablets and good tablets and like you're a good tablet and you're the only tablet that has access to these grappling hooks (laughs) so like they're like oh wow you have the kunai you can do this Mm -hmm. and then you have like oh you got a sword you can do this and like you just it's very metroidvania uh it's non-linear obviously there's a lot of backtracking but it's it never i don't i'm not spoiling it but there's like a most metroidvanias have worlds that are pretty static right that change because of your abilities right this one has a moment in it where the world changes from like a a crash like like something happens that like, that sounds kind of cool. That that changes the the level environment. I, I think those those types of games are uniquely suited to suited to those environmental shifts. Like it, like when you reach the end of Symphony of the Night and the castle flips. And yeah, you're like, yeah. What? And it's just yep. this new perspective. Yep. You know. So I think that that this game's definitely inspired by both. You know, the staples of the genre. Yeah. Um, but it's fluid as all hell. It feels great to play it. You're playing it on Switch. Yeah. Okay. Kunai. Uh, Kunai. I think you both would like it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I've, I've checked it out before. Yeah, we interviewed the the dev. We interviewed the dev at PAX yeah. West, uh, and then yeah, I streamed it a couple weeks ago on Late Night Army uh, on Thursday nights, late at night. Uh, yeah, I, I tuned in. I watched people you were, struggle. People were su- watching me suffer through this one boss battle. Yep. Uh, and it's so it. cute, man. Like you, you have all these little hats you can get. Oh no! And one of the hats is a Macintosh, like a Mac Plus. Oh wow! And then when he like crouches, he does the Mac smile. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Uh, the music's excellent. Uh, yeah, I I really do like that game quite a bit. So I just while we we're on the topic of Metroidvanias, yeah. Now I I would readily admit that Ori is much more polished and clearly has a bigger team and everything but yeah i i'm i'm starting to remember you know you know what it was i watched awesome games done quick and i don't think i've ever missed the super metroid run mm-hmm. like i just i love watching people play super metroid yeah and like whenever i watch that i'm like oh yeah i do like metroidvanias yeah <laughs> you like, know my my favorite metroidvania is actually a 3d it's still batman arkham asylum like that's still a high water mark for me yeah but again i haven't tried i haven't played ori so ori's very good yeah is hollow knight yeah it's a kind of a souls metroidvania it's souls like metroidvania yeah. i would say that i do like that kunai does not have that souls element Mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't just penalize pure, you for death yeah it's very metroidvania you get your points that you mm-hmm. collected it's all about upgrading i love that the skill tree is based on being close to a router oh and yeah that's like, cool there's like a robot that's cool that like all he does is travel the world setting up routers <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm like, this is great. That reminds me of the the NPC in Hollow Knight who just travels around making up the maps, connecting. Yeah, yeah you know things, that. You, you know. know that like digital interference, like bop 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 bop. That's what like, the sound it makes. Oh, that's cool. When you're close to a router, and it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, so yeah, it's it's very good. Also the the writing, they they have a they have a good sense of humor in the writing. Okay. okay. Uh, so it's. I don't know. It's really nice. It's, it's a pleasant surprise, and uh, it's a fun little game. Yeah, fun cool. little game. Pick it up on Switch. Yeah, I need a. I haven't played my Switch since January. Oh my god! I know. I got. I got that new. I bought a new gaming PC. Uh, like a couple weeks before I went to California. That's right. And so I've been playing some stuff too, but it's mm-hmm. like I'm playing GTA Five finally, and really enjoying it. And I believe I have unlocked. Uh, you have online. online unlocked. So we can do some some shack streams. Yeah, sadly, Blake is over there on PS4 land playing GTA Online, mm. and then I don't even have my armored car in that world, this, but yeah, this, I do have an armored sorry. car on PC. GTA 5 is a very pretty game. It is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. Are you, are you going well, I to... Got, I got a crew together to do the heist on Sunday, Asif. Okay. I'm just letting you yeah. know. Okay. Yeah, I got a crew. He's been trying to get me... They want... Like, I, I told you them... You gotta be like... like you son of a bitch, I'm in. Well, you son of a bitch, I'm in. So <laughs> the uh like I've the grind. Mm-hmm. I bought GTA five on three sixty. Yep. On PS three, mm-hmm. on PS four, on Xbox One, and on Steam. Five I on have five. Played this game so much. Yeah. And I played it on PC maybe more than all the other platforms combined. Mm. So it's hard for me to like get super excited about it. But mm. they do keep updating online. Yeah. And I guess I what I'm bummed out about is that my character on PS4 does not share the progression of the character on PC. I I I am like crossplay is a thing, but I'm I'm waiting for universal accounts. Tim Sweeney talked about that at uh, Dice at his keynote. Yeah, I... the need for like basically what email was yeah. for connecting networks. Yeah, we need that equivalent for crossplay. Yeah, so that you have a I'm blah 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 at Nintendo, you know, right? And I can play this game with blah 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 from PlayStation. Yeah, and blah 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 from Epic Game Store. Mm-hmm. And that we can all communicate, and that we can all play together, right? And that we can all share purchases. Mm. That's they won't do. That's yeah. Like the future is one where you buy a game once and you can play it on everything. Mm-hmm. That would be lovely. We're not getting there yet. No, we're never gonna get there. Not nope, with Siri, Nintendo's in the mix. No. <laughs> How many times have I bought Super Mario World? Like seven. Oh yeah, that's that might be <laughs> Super Mario World or Street Fighter Two or Doom might be the game like I've, I've bought on the most platforms. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think Super Mario World is takes the cake for me. But yeah, GTA Five, man, I have so many hours in it, mm-hmm. and I beat I beat it on 360, and then I beat it again on PS4. I didn't beat it on on Steam. I just mainly played online. Mm-hmm. But you haven't done online yet. No. 
Okay. I don't really. I'm like again. Like I'm not a multiplayer guy. No. So if I'm gonna play a multiplayer game, I, I want to do it with people I we know. We should get the NFG, the No Fucks Given crew back together. Yeah. Get like me, Mad Dog, and like either Conan Dan or Skankcore Landros. That seems like the sort of game Dog Nose would like, doesn't it? I don't think his computer's good enough. I mean, it just seems like a sort of game he would like. He would he like could, like chill and just get into hijinks uh-huh. and. Did I tell you I played uh, Left 4 Dead 2 <gasps> with Dog Nose? That's, that's a religious experience. Dog dude. Nose? Yeah. Mad Dog and Romsteady. Wow. Yeah. And me. Wow. We all got together on a Saturday night and we played Left 4 Dead 2. That's pretty cool. It was, it was amazing. Yeah. Hilarious. Those three together. I love that game. Yeah. I... While I was playing it, I was like, why did I ever stop playing this game? It's so good. There's several games that I exclaim that when I play. Yeah. Last night, playing F-Zero X, mm-hmm. I always wonder why I don't play that game. Yeah. Uh, GTA Online mm-hmm. or GTA 5, mm-hmm. gorgeous game. So yeah. much fun. Yeah. So where are you in that? Because like, this game, we can spoil. At uh, yeah, at this one we can. Um, so I can switch between... I haven't played it since I got back from California, but uh, I can switch between Franklin and Michael... Okay. And Michael, I like this mission. As Franklin, I accompanied Michael to like tear down this house on stilts because he thought like yeah. his wife was sleeping with the tennis coach. And the tennis coach calls her like, dude, that wasn't my house. I'm a tennis coach. So like these mobsters roll up to Michael's McMansion, like beat the snot out of him. Yeah. And that's kind of where I left off. Okay. Yeah. That's a fun that's a fun part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like how Michael is basically like a, a, a younger, slightly trimmer Tony Soprano. Yeah. Uh kind of a an every time I'm out they pull me back in sort of guy. Yep, and for Franklin's sure. just all about the hustle <laughs> but isn't really sure where like in what direction he wants his life to go. Yeah. Like it's it's kinda cool. What I like doing is I like switching and just seeing what the characters were doing before I jumped into their shoes. Oh yeah. Like Franklin and Lamar when I jumped into Franklin, Franklin and Lamar were about to throw down with these two guys in the middle of the street. Uh-huh. And I was just like, what were you guys up to? My friend Andrew said that once you get the third guy, Trevor, yeah. I think, there's like one time he jumped into Trevor's shoes and like Trevor was like sleeping in a gutter and like wearing like, he was like cross-dressed and he woke up like, where am I? And Andrew was cracking up because he's like, I said kind of the same thing. Yep. I was like, what is going on with you right now, Trevor? Oh uh, man, the first time, I don't want to spoil this for you. But the first time you play as Trevor mm-hmm. is like after a mission, mm-hmm. and it's a very long mission. And I must have played like eight hours of the game straight that day. Yeah, the first time this must have been on three sixty. Yeah, because I was living in Texas. I fell asleep during the cutscene. Oh, so the first time you like see Trevor, I was asleep. Oh man! And then I wake up and I'm Trevor. And I'm like, <laughs> and you're like, what is going on? What I'm is like, happening? <laughs> like, what the hell happened? Yeah. Uh, so then, I'm like, that was one of the reasons why I did go back and beat the game again. Okay. Was that when I was playing it on 360, I fell asleep after this. Yeah. It's a very big mission. Jeez. It takes a lot, mm. and I and like I said, I was just like mainlining this game when it came out. I was yeah. like, oh my god, in my poop sucking it poop socket <laughs> did you hear us on the stream talking about that no it's just been a chatty thing i remember the first time i saw mention of poop socket it was in chatty and i laughed till i cried oh my god like poop socket <laughs> <laughs> it's not the second time we talked about poop socket on a jack news show this oh, week man. this week 
This week, yeah, this it's week the year June, of the poop song. The year of the poop song. I mean, poop Cyberpunk, sock. Final Fantasy VII Remake, where people are going to be poop socking. The year of the poop song. The year of the poop I think I'm Man, gonna... that's an episode title, too. Yeah, damn. We got some... <laughs> We've got some hits going on. We have some real... I think... I think Wickus's feedback really has motivated us it has. in our third season. Here's the thing, though. I have one little... It's it's minor, but I have a gripe with GTA V. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I cannot find a point of view that I like while driving. Oh. What it is like... I know you can you have either the first person or you can press back like three times and it zooms out. That's fine. But like... I pull down on the stick because I want sort of, not an isometric view, but I want the camera a little higher above the car so that I can see more of the road in front of me. But whenever you let go of the stick, it, the camera adjusts so that it's yeah. always like right behind the car. I don't like that. It drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. That's fair. I just want the camera to stay where I put it. Yeah. Because like as it is, no matter which point of view I select, I can't see what's coming in front of in front of me. That's fair. And That's what she said. Yeah. I understand Sorry. that complaint. It's annoying. My complaint is that what was fun about the recreational things in, say, like San Andreas, Still, yeah, yeah, they don't have the same value to you in GTA Five. Like, you don't get magically better at tennis, or like, there's they not, they you, do have those like stat boosts. Like they say, like, oh, if you if you swim more, you'll yeah. increase your stamina. Sure. But and it's like not, Michael increases his strength by playing tennis, I think. I, I just like how if when you're CJ, right, his name's CJ, right? No, who's the... Franklin? No, in uh, San Oh, Andreas. oh, CJ, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you're CJ, you can, like, just go eat at a restaurant all day and get, like, super heavy. Yeah. And, like, or you could, like, go work out and get super buff. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that in GTA Five. Yeah. I wish that it did. Yeah. Uh, that's really my only complaint like because like i felt more motivated to like bench in san andreas my brother and i had very different cjs yeah he like binged on cluck and bell yeah i pumped weights <laughs> i went running like there was a point like i you know each vehicle you used you increased your aptitude with that vehicle yeah, exactly there was a point where like for fun i would hop on a bicycle go to train tracks r- wait for a train to come by and then i would race it yeah and you could do yeah. that Mm-hmm. But you did see, like, it changed the physical appearance of your character. Yep. And, yeah, like, that's kind of one of the things I've alluded to that I I kind of miss about GTA. Like, San Andreas, to me, was this, it struck this perfect balance between ridiculous and sim-like. Yeah. Or sim-light, I guess. Like, you know, if you want full-on ridiculous, that's where, like, Saints Row 3 and 4 went, right? Sure. But, like... One of the reasons I bounced off GTA 4 was because it was it took itself way too seriously. I didn't find it fun at all. Cousin! Yeah. Cousin! Like, one of your activities oh, yeah. is playing darts <laughs> or going bowling. I'm like, it's 2006. I have a Wii. Cousin. If I want to bowl in a video game, I'm playing Wii Sports. But like, yeah, no, I, could, I couldn't get over how yeah distracting all the phone calls all the time oh that shit too yeah yeah Uh, it's it's cousin nico but Uh. like i (laughs) i like gta 5's minigames so far but i do admit i feel like i'm like looking for them Mm -hmm. whereas in san andreas i still feel like i'm stumbling over fun shit to do no matter where i am that's what i'm getting at is that they 
the it's not that the mini games in GTA Five aren't fun. Yeah, they just aren't as rewarding. No, like They're just like there. The tennis you don't you don't need to do them unless no. it's like part of a mission. Yeah, like I've heard like, there's some fun stuff. Like I think you can if you if you go diving you can find Atlantis or something, uh-huh. which is cool. <laughs> and like the tennis mini game is really cool. Like that game feels to me as robust in terms of a singles tennis match. It's like tennis 2K2 on Dreamcast. Yeah, like it's it's fun. It's like a really good tennis game. But it's a really it's a vastly different brand of fun than the side activities in San Andreas. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so I, I, it's not but not bad, just no. different. And I, you know, there's that game's weird. I have mixed feelings about. It. I I think that I like the, it so far. The three perspective thing. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly wish they did that in Red Dead. I think Red Dead would have been a better game. One or two? Two. Two. If it was like a Magnificent Seven kind of thing, mm-hmm. you could have told multiple stories instead of just the one. Yeah. The Hauser Hous- left. I know. That's big. What? Dan Hauser left uh, Rockstar. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. What do you think that's going to do to the... Uh, I don't know. They probably have a roadmap. I mean, at this point, like for this transition, GTA Six is in development. Oh, sure, of course, right? Mm-hmm. And then probably another game. Yeah, I mean, they have I different mean, studios. So it depends on like what they're. I mean, Rockstar has gone off the beaten path for a while. Like, remember, it was a it was a Rockstar studio that released Max Payne Three, which mm-hmm. is still weird to think about. Yeah. So, but do you think that they're going to release GTA Six on current gen? No. So then oh, it's no. at least two, three years away. Oh no. Yeah. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. that means that yeah. they're just from a company standpoint, they have to have something in between Red Dead Two and GTA Six. Well, wasn't there just a site that went up today that seems to be teasing a new bully? Everyone's talking about it like it's bully, and I have heard just rumors of Bully Two being in development. But that's something Dan Hauser wrote Bully. You personally requested Bully Two. I I, I know you want it. Um, yeah, I'd like Bully too. Who's, who's, cool. who's to the say Dan is, Hauser didn't write most or all of it before he left, though? He hasn't worked there oh. since three months after RDR2 shipped. Oh. He went on a leave of absence in March oh, of last year. That's right. That's he right. came back from his leave of absence and he said, I'm retiring. I think that Bully 2 is Thank the you. ideal game to f- kind of fill the gap between yeah. RDR2 and, and GTA 6. Yeah. That's something that, for all we know, could come out this fall. Like it probably won't, but it could. Whereas, you know, their open world games get bigger and bigger in scope. Yeah. GTA Six isn't coming out for a few years. Yeah, that's going to be on the PS Five, Xbox Series X, PC. Yeah. In uh, the meantime, yeah. you know what they could do is port some freaking San Andreas over to Switch. Yeah. Man. What if they just What if they're just porting Bully to Switch? Is or is it already on there? No, no, that'd be there's cool. nothing. All they have is LA Noir. They need some more Rockstar games. Yeah. Rockstar game, like give me table tennis. I would buy table tennis on Switch. You know what? You remember the first time I so I played GTA three on my uncle's PS two. I didn't pay any attention to the story. I just ran around and like got yeah. into trouble. The first time I bought it, I bought the GTA three trilogy pack for the original Xbox. Mm-hmm. They should just bring that that to Switch. I'd pay like thirty bucks, ten dollars each for three Vice City and San Andreas. Yeah. On Switch. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd be all over that. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. Uh they that, could probably play four on but Switch. But that would be right? like a perfect stopgap. Like look how look how well Diablo three did on Switch. Oh, I know. Best version of that game. Yeah. So yeah. if they put that kind of care, which they wouldn't 
into a San Andreas port? <laughs> I mean, if, if it's just a straight port, then it's that's easy enough. Right? You know. Give me my San Andreas on Switch. Hell, you can you can buy the digital PS2 version on the PSN store right now, you know. But yeah. I, I want it portably, damn it. I do no, I'm just saying, like it they could just so, dump it on the Switch. It'd be perfect for a plane. Yeah, that that's would. Like, oh my goodness. That's, that's why I play Breath of the Wild so much on planes. Yeah. Very similar thing. Mm -hmm. By the way, uh, Video Game Donkey had a great video about structure in video games. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, I need to watch that. You really need to watch it. He compares Breath of the Wild to GTA, and he does it very aptly, I have to say. Okay. Uh, I think that is another thing. Um, GTA Five seems to be an open world game that wants you to find your own fun, but it yeah. kind of resists that. GTA Four straight up just discouraged you to have fun, in my opinion. But um, Yeah. Like, in a post-Breath of the Wild world, my standards for open-world games are so high. And I realize that technically GTA V launched like three and a half years before Breath of the Wild. Yeah. But I played Breath of the Wild before I played GTA V. Yeah, and sure. again, as much as I like it, I actually find myself... In San Andreas, I would take long breaks from the story, not because I didn't like it, which I did, but like I just wanted to do stuff. In five, I find myself doing the story missions because it's like... It's not fun to just kind of run around in that game, at least for me. Yeah, yeah. They, you can't make money in five. That's the problem. Yeah, that is a problem. That I feel like the heists like, are where you get the big the, money, and I haven't done one yet. It was frustrating to me that only one character had money, and I mean, I get what they were trying to say, like yeah. each, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah. at the same time, it's frustrating because then you're just back to playing the generic white dude all the time because they're the only ones that can buy the cool shit well it, and it's funny too because like as franklin they're like here's a garage where you can like park your cars i'm like oh how much is this 30k i have 25 dollars you yeah. know yeah yeah and I, i'm imagining i know there are like three heists in the story do you get big paydays from those yes okay i, I figure know, I, i'm but, starting to figure like that's where the money still, comes from you still definitely have more money as michael as michael yeah and yeah. I, I want to say Trevor eventually you get some money. I yeah, mean, you get some money with everybody, but Michael's the one with like fat bankroll. Yeah, he has money. What mm -hmm. I don't know is maybe yeah. you two can answer this. Can I? Can each of the characters do the things that the others can do? Like, if I buy a garage with Franklin, can I roll up to it as Michael and get no. one of my cars? Okay. I guess that makes sense, but it's yeah. still kind of irritating. That's yeah. what I mean about Rockstar going more sim-like. Like, I get that it makes sense, but is it fun? Not necessarily. No. You know what I mean? No. I don't know. I, that's, I mean, I, that's really what I appreciate about the Saints Row series is it's just totally all the ridiculousness and not having to work. It's, here's your sandbox. Go play in it. Yeah. And Which was GTA 3 when you put in the codes. Yeah. And or San Andreas. City, I just love naturally yeah you know yeah they they didn't put so much weight on I the story i mean the stories were great i i, you know, I love san andreas as I much love as people don't like four the the city they did an excellent job with yeah, yeah i, I just, they just think don't it, allow you the freedom to explore that city properly. it's a it's this double-edged sword yeah that that to me i call it their ant farm like they started making ant farms instead of amusement parks you know that's fair and like liberty city yes it is this beautiful virtual city but to me it was not as fun as san andreas on the xbox or the ps2 yeah san andreas the location or as, or as fun as vice city yeah of all vice city vice city the only reason i know a lot of people cite that as their favorite and i get it it was the the RPG 
systems of San Andreas that elevated that game for me. Yeah. If they were ever to add that mm-hmm. to Vice City, which they wouldn't at this point, but like that to me would have made Vice City my favorite. I so there was a thread about where do you think the next GTA should be, mm-hmm. and I said Cleveland. Sure. I think it'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people said Paris. Uh, one person said Tokyo. I, I think that like the the sentiment is like, do we want to move it outside of the the U.S.? You know what? Bring it back to London. Oh yeah, that's right. GTA Two is in London, technically. Yeah, yeah. London would be cool because that's where they are, right? But um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to keep it in America because I love how they lampoon us. The thing, yeah, there's but, so much cultural bullshit here to just pick apart. Yeah, that I, I almost wouldn't like. I don't want them to leave just yet. Well, like but they it, could, it, they could lampoon London very well too. They could, but like, imagine if they go to Tokyo. Like, would a lot of the the writing land because no. we don't live there? You know what I mean? And it seems like the Western audience is the largest audience. So, yeah. also, there's so much like. 2013 that game came out before trump i mean they can have a field day also, with like, that you can't just get an assault rifle in most countries yeah that's part of the fun <laughs> of america i love going into ammunition and hearing the guy like Woo-wee, look at this ar boy i wish i were you right now like this dude knows i'm about to get into some shit yeah and he wants to be me right now like this is just america as fuck yeah I, I don't think we're gonna leave america but i think cleveland would be great yeah because it's like oh, man. just they they could really play on the Rust Belt motif. And, I mean, the, and the opioid mm. addiction and like, there's a lot. There's so much there. There's a lot here. Yeah. Oh, well, so here's the thing: like, San Andreas is a state that is comprised or composed of a fictional what Vegas. is it? Like Vegas, San Francisco, and, and LA. LA. Yeah. They could just make a new fictional state that is like a little bit of Cleveland, a little bit of Dallas, a little bit of you know, just three big cities. I think like you do Cleveland, Detroit. Chicago. Oh, see, that's a good mashup right there. And like San yeah. Andreas had the connective tissue of like the countryside connecting yeah. them. There you go. Just make up some connective tissue and yeah, string so, those three cities together. Then you have Cedar Point. Like you could like yeah, yeah, you could yeah. do some interesting things with that. Yeah. You got the I want, Great Lakes. I want Florida. Ugh. I mean yeah, we, we got we like Vice City was Florida. Miami, so You already got Florida. Yeah. We got Miami. I want like I want like all the stuff you talk. I want the backwoods of Florida. You want Tampa though. I was gonna say you want Tampa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want the swamps. You I know what would be, you know would be hilarious if they do like, like Orlando and and make their make up their own like Harry Potter world yeah. or some shit. You know, speaking of Orlando, Extra Life United has not been canceled yet. Ooh. Just gonna oh man. That. And there's gonna be a, there's gonna be sick kids there. Yeah too right man maybe that's probably gonna get canceled dude it probably should yeah i hope yeah not. i, I huge, hope it doesn't but should it it's a huge uh fundraising event yeah but maybe the kids i mean won't come. I, yeah don't bring the kids at least please yeah. for yeah, the love maybe, of god but like don't like, bring children with compromised immune systems to an no, event where they I, might get coronavirus i yeah i hear that but at the same time like these are i don't know it's their they're damned if they do and damned that, if that, they don't. That family is being treated to a an all expense paid trip to Disney World. Yeah, that's true. You know, but like, like that's, you know, I that's don't like know. a huge deal for most. Pull people. the GDC and postpone. Oh, that's a huge. Yeah. if they can afford to. You know? I don't know how. Yeah, I just putting I'm on worried. the kids' timetables. But. I'm worried about that. I hope they're. Yeah, I do too. Because yeah, that was something when I visited the hospital, I wore a mask 
just to make sure yeah the kids weren't sick because i had the flu like two weeks before uh so yeah I, I know that they take that super seriously with all the patients in in the children's miracle network of hospitals but i don't know they have experience keeping kids and you know in allowing them to come to events even though they're they have compromised immune systems mm-hmm. so but yeah traveling i don't know this seems like i was i didn't really say it before but yeah like when the vix was at 13 i thought that we were mispricing risk mm-hmm. when it hit almost 50 today i think we were about to panic state mm-hmm. so i just i try not to panic and i don't know I mean, we're we're planning an event that's supposed to happen mm-hmm. between now and and extra. Yeah, United. I th- I think South by Southwest is still going to happen. I don't because it's that less of an away. international event. Yeah. But who knows? We just have to keep. We just have to wait and see. I um, really hope it does though. What else do we got on the docket? Eh, I think that's about everything, right? I think so. Uh, Blake. Do yeah. To, do you want to talk about these Apple Arcade games real quick? Or you... Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, let's talk yeah. about them really quick. Dude, you got to play Skate City. Mm-hmm. Skate it's, City. Skate so City. Does this, support, a... does this support controller? Or how, how does one yeah. play? Okay. You can play it on your mobile devices. You can also play it on Apple TV using the Apple TV remote or a con- or an external controller device. Okay. Um. But it, I, I was playing it on a hand, like handheld mobile device uh, the other day when I went to visit some uh, some of Apple Arcade devs. Um, it's dude, it's it's great. It's pick up and go. Like you, you got a little button you push to like, you know, um, push off, like your little kick button. But then you just use like the half of the side of the screen is to do back. Uh, back foot tricks. Half okay. the screen is to do front foot, and then you can like tap up to do manuals or like swipe to spin while doing it, and it'll like automatically grind when you get to grinds. But it's just like it's like the skater. It's it reminded me a lot of Skater XL. It's just a very it, 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 except it's like more side scrolling, and you kind mm-hmm. of play you can play different famous so- skate areas on loop. So to speak, but so it's got play, like this. You play with the phone horizontal. If yeah, you were to play, it would be okay. As yeah, it doesn't support one-handed gameplay though, right? I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I think it's a little too complex for that. Yeah, that just, um, just from the way you were describing it, it sounds like it would take more. Yeah. Time. Okay. But it's like it's like the soundtrack is so chill, and the level I played it was basically just like skating around L.A. at mm-hmm. sunset. And trying to pull off, trying to pull off tricks here and there, and it was, it, it's, it's, it, yeah, I don't know. I picked it up and I was going like right away. Nice with it, yeah. And uh, I will check it out. They were kind of, yeah, like the dev was trying to explain how to play, and I'm just like, oh nope, that's how I do the tricks, and that's what I'm doing here. <laughs> um, and like, there's also you can film. You can record your tricks. Oh, cool! You you have different camera angles. How you very have, like, a skater right lens. <laughs> yeah, so you can either just post them up to the internet, or you can try to sell them to in-game companies <laughs> for like in for, for in-game currency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Skater yeah. influencer sim. It's just a way for you to like earn points. Like they have sure. different, they have different missions you can try. They have like several dozen missions for you to Is try. Is there out like on the DC levels. shoes equivalent in the game that you like try to get signed by? Um, I mean, it's not like a specific company, but. Okay. You try and get sponsorships. Okay, so there is that. Um, yeah, but that just gives you—it's just to make you in-game money more than anything. Yeah, sure. Like they'll judge you based off of your recording, but you can. But because you can do manuals and grinds and stuff like that, you can totally set up mm-hmm. some cool-ass combos if you if you think about it. Like it's—it doesn't require. It's if you want to do lines like that, though, you kind of have to think ahead. Uh, and get familiar with the environments, but it's it's a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know what else to, to really no. say. Like, no, that's cool. Like, I, if you like, I, like I love, about... oh, I love this. What? Like, I love the revival of skating games that's going on right now. Oh, for sure, I really do. With Skatebird, it's great. And uh, yeah, Skate XL, Skater and XL, Session, Session, and now yeah, Skate it's... City, and Ollie yeah. Ollie. I know you're not a huge fan, but Ollie Ollie. Yeah, this is this this is this is like an Ali Ali with good control. Super uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Is that a skateboarding game? There's skateboarding in it. Skateboarding is in the there like a half pipe <laughs> half pipe event. No, it's like a it's like it's like a a park, and it's like just, oh, okay. You get like it's like Tony Hawk Trick Attack. Like go two minutes, see how much you can get. There's nice. Like, there's like a hopper and then you can grind and it's actually really fun uh i don't know that game is super underrated uh and now there's rumors that the olympics might get canceled because of the coronavirus oh boy yeah uh i just i Uh, just want to give my i want to give props to nintendo they didn't back out of gdc they waited until gdc canceled yeah no one else no one like a gentleman like yeah. a gentleman. That's very honorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they went to PAX. Yeah. Because they had that beautiful Animal Crossing booth. Oh, it's so beautiful. It looks it, chill. It looks super chill. It is gorgeous. Um, so then you also got to try out a new Crossy Road game? Oh, Crossy Road Castle. Oh, my God, dude. Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers meets Crossy Road. Like, so like it's, platforming it's a, Crossy Road? Yeah, it's a platforming adventure. You can play with your friends. You go through different rooms in a unicorn's castle, uh, <laughs> and every thirtieth floor you do a boss fight. Uh, okay. It's it's just platform puzzling, and it's super fun. It's super adorable. This kind of sounds like Cubert. No, it's nothing like Cubert whatsoever. Okay. It's more like uh, here's a switch. And this and like because Crossy Road put on different blocks. Crossy Road was it's, very much inspired by Frogger, right? Yeah, but th- you got to think. Okay, you got to think of it more in terms of like the Bit Trip series. The Bit Trip series oh, is a, okay. is a group of games that all have the same sort of characters and theme, or not themes, but same characters in different style of games. Oh, so this is like not sharing any of the gameplay mechanics. Yeah. Crossy. Okay, got it. Yeah, got this got is it. your this is side scrolling like the Crossy platformer. Road gaming universe. Yes, exactly, okay. precisely. Got uh, it. So yeah, you can. Uh, so yeah, you you and like I think up to four friends, you can all play at the same time, and you're just trying to navigate from room to room. There's hidden rooms you can find along the way as well, and you know it. 
it's another example of a game. Like all of these games were games I didn't want to put down when I was playing them, uh, even because we were like we we beat the boss, like we got to the thirtieth level. Sorry, my cats are being cats. Um, we got to the thirtieth level of the of Crossy Road Castle, and it was like you're fighting. You're there's this flying eagle, and you're trying to get to it. and You have to dodge around it, shooting feathers at you. It was almost like a shmup level where you had no bullets and you just had to dodge until you could. Hit the hit the enemy, mm-hmm. um, and we kept. We, they're like after we beat the boss, we're like okay, we should put this down and do the interview. And we played through like three or four more rooms before we finally like like okay, now we should really put it down. <laughs> um, but nice. yeah, it's the kind of game. It's the kind of thing where like the game is gonna like change depending on your your ability. Um, so like if you're sucking it up, it's not gonna give you harder rooms. And if you're doing really good, it might give you more of a challenge. You know? And it's yeah. just... It's Crossy Road, dude. It's like, like all the same stuff. Like, you unlock accessories and different characters by getting coins and putting them in your little uh, gauchapon machines. But what know? I like you about know? these Apple Arcade games is that because they're part of Apple Arcade and they're already being paid by Apple and there's like a revenue sharing agreement, that they lack the free-to-play Magumbo that you see on App Store. Cause they're oh, not, yeah. They, they're not incentivized to do that. Granted, you have to pay for it. It's $5 a month. But Man. you start... Like, if Apple continues to curate it with interesting games that are exclusive to their platform or at least different enough, I find this way more interesting than Stadia. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh yeah, this is like, like they have they have these games Rocket are... on Apple. Oh yeah, Arcade. I've already. Have you downloaded it yet? I have it on my TV. Yes, but nice. I I've yet to set up my iPad. I got an iPad Pro, uh, the the twelve point nine inch. But I'm gonna. That's what I have. I. You know, it's yeah. I I'm such an iPhone power user that I like don't know if I can carry around a tablet but i'm gonna and i i don't have blake's drawing abilities what so. uh you inside of you i bet you do uh, but i want to see you do some music stuff with the tablet yeah i, I want to see what i want you to get Korg gadget i do like i i never had a Korg machine but i've had have there had was like a loops? rudimentary ipad app like ipad 1.0 right I remember yeah. Korg had an app for that, and I thought it was amazing. So, from what I've seen you do with Korg Gadget, yeah, it's just like every time you get a new music software app, it's like learning a new language. Nah, man, have you? Did you use Fruity Loops back in the day? Yes. If you use Fruity, that's the thing I love about Korg Gadget is I've been like, why has no one made Fruity Loops for the iOS? And that's basically what Korg Gadget did. Okay. And I love it. I I freaking love it. Um, I tried using Nano Loop, but it's all based off of like its own proprietary glyphs, essentially. So, so I didn't find it too intuitive. But if you like Fruity Loops, do you use FL Studio? Yeah, I have in the past. But do you? Know? Um, the last I would say in the last like six years, I haven't really used it. But I can tell you, like, 
cartoon violence has done has used stuff that we've made in fl studio okay. on recordings and left yeah i just yeah i don't know like it seems like when fruity loops got acquired it got worse so i just haven't everything gets worse when once it's been acquired yeah and i just i have you know i use reason more than anything people it's love just, reason i mean but i was just like i i think for like the touch the 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 tactile interaction of using a tablet like is something like a step sequencer is brilliant yep yeah that's that's my take on it um oh, fine i'll download that app lola is uh, like really moving she uh i think yeah, we both suffer from the same affliction which is uh needing to answer a but, call of um, nature also eating at arby's lola you didn't have no. arby's did you no Oh, is that RB starting to kick in, David? I think it is. It's kicking. I think. It's okay, good. let me just let me. We'll wrap this up really quick because there was one more game, mm. uh, food related, uh, better than Arby's. I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's nowhere to go but up. <laughs> Butter Royale, better than Arby's. <laughs> I really hope that they seem like the kind of company that would use that sort of quote. But it's uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's a battle royale game, as you'd imagine. Um, and like, basically it revolves around food. So like the, the area of play is constantly being encircled by hot boiling butter and you have to pick up things that like, like catch up guns or like a machine gun that shoots hot dogs. And, uh, you and your, you and your squad have to take out everybody else. It's a, they set it up. So it only takes about five minutes to play. It's basically a twin stick, twin stick battle royale game that you play on your on your iPhone with a lot of food puns, like a whole lot of food puns. Like they have, uh, you can also if you don't have a weapon, like you you default to your melee weapon, which could be like a giant huge celery stick or maybe a huge <laughs> giant piece of steak. Um, That's great. But you can they tried they they were really they they did their best to make like all the different characters like unique and diverse as well so it's not just you playing as a bunch of different white people um but they also have random stuff like zombies and cows with like um i'm trying to think of some of the food pun related names but i can't think of any off the top of my head but the good news is is i made i i did the smart thing and i recorded interviews with all of these people so um nice like we have we got an interview with the ceo of hipster whale the people that make crossy roads as well as all the developers behind butter royale and skate city and those are going to be going up soon hopefully that crossy road one is going to go up super soon because crossy road castle just came out yesterday nice and it's freaking awesome um i love the crossy road games i love pac-man 256 Mm -hmm. i love crossy road um pac-man 256 is so brilliant yeah crossy road was a game that survived a lot of like having to delete a bunch of apps to yeah. make room because i filled yeah, up I my storage i still have it on my phone let me see Cross yeah me. so I do. it's right there I yeah still have it. i got pretty damn good but i'm pretty bad yeah. about this i have a lot of games I actually was foldering them up when I was. Yeah, you need more folders in your life. I try, and then I install more apps. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I'm convinced that someday 
I'm going to be trapped on a plane or something with an infinite amount of power. And for some reason, my switch will have... Maybe it's incapacitated. And I'll have to sit there and play all of these mobile games again. Oh, no. And I'll... Un, you know, it'll be great. Okay. I got Day of the Tentacle on my phone. Oh, well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do I need to play Day of the Tentacle on my phone? No. But you have it. But if I'm in that situation... You can play it. I got Day of the Tentacle on my phone. Did Full Throttle Remastered come out on the phone? I don't think so. That's sad. I don't think Break Broken Age did either, did they? No, I don't think so. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that studio does now that they got Microsoft money. Yeah. Maybe nothing now that they got Microsoft money. No Just sit on their laurels and waste Microsoft money. Yeah, right? That's that's the right. question. Will any of these companies actually release something good? <laughs> I want to see... Or will Microsoft find a way to zoom this up? <laughs> I have a, my brother-in-law came over. What was this? I don't know. Two thousand five? No, four with a Zune. I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" He regretted it. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "It connects to my Xbox three hundred and sixty." I'm like, "And it does what?" And it zooms it up, man. Yeah, Zune was awesome, man. You just don't get it. Ironically, awesome. It was like, it was like the Porsche Taycan. <laughs> okay. Do you know what the Porsche Taycan is? Mm-hmm. It's like it costs twice as much as the Tesla Model S, and it gets a half of the mileage. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the Zune was cheaper than the iPod. So it was cheaper. So it has that going for it. But, uh, yeah, Zune. But that's cool, man. Apple Arcade. We're going to cover it. Let's keep covering yeah. it. It's way, yeah, we're gonna... way more effort should be given to this than Stadia. Because Stadia uh, is bad. I don't is Is Stadia already gone? I feel like it's already gone in some ways. No, man. It's popping. They got news. SteamWorld Dig. SteamWorld Heist. They just launched on it. Because everyone two. thought that Steam... They want to buy a SteamWorld game from two years ago. Or three years ago. For Stadia. No? I hate to see it. Anybody? Mm. And no offense to those games. I just would rather play them on Switch. Or or Xbox. Or PC. I mean, no PS4. offense to those games, but Stadia needs some new games of its own. Well, it was supposed to have Doom. Which isn't of its own. But it was supposed to be the launch title. Oh, uh, yeah. And then they delayed that game. <laughs> so now it's like they had nothing. I think their flagship title at launch was MK11, and that ran like, mm. yeah. You can't play fighting games with high latency. Can't play anything with latency. Yeah. Like, try playing a basketball game on Stadia. It was the most infuriating game I've ever played. I bet. And I played that. I played the 2K series on Switch. Oh, yeah, so did I. And it runs like ass. Yeah, you bought that because it was really cheap. It was like $2. I remember you like, I bought NBA 2K19. I was like, why? Why would you do that? I was like, like I don't know. Like, it was $2. I deleted it a couple of days later. Really? Oh, it's so fat. It took up so much space. 60 gigs or something? Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, they're, they, it's all that Charles Barkley and, or whoever, Kenny Smith vocals. That's just 
it's uglier yeah. than Shaq's foot. So are we? Here's a question for you guys, based mm. on our feedback at the beginning of the show. Mm. Should I get rid of the worst Shacker list? Let's put it on ice for this um, week. I don't know. It's always warm fuzzies are always better than cold pricklies, right? But what if the worst Shacker? Uh, you know, whatever. Fine. I mean, is it tongue in I mean, is it meant sincerely or is it tongue in cheek? That's no, the question. I've been pretty sincere this whole time. You know, um, I yeah. guess I shouldn't do it. I'm gonna listen to Wickus's feedback. Yeah, and let him know that if there was a list, he might have been on it this week. <laughs> But there isn't one. So good news, Wicked. So, You're not on the list. No one's on the list. You dodged the bullet. And I guess that's it. In season three of the Shack cast. Yeah, we're moving on to season five. On Yeah. <laughs> Six we're, seasons in a movie. Uh, we are moving past that. We will come up with a new power ranking maybe next episode. I don't know what, but we're going to power rank something. Yeah. People like lists. They like short lists, yeah. and they like telling you that your list is wrong. They do enjoy that. But yeah, yeah. we won't personally attack any shackers, even though that's all they do. Nah, I'm kidding. Uh, that yeah. could be one of your power lists is worst shackers. Worst shackers? That's how this all started. It was the worst shacker power ranking. But you don't want to phrase it negatively, so just call it the list of the least best shackers. The Shackers who disappoint you the most and need to improve. Yeah. And then maybe have a most improved award each week. <laughs> I, I no. I keep the worst list, but also have a most improved uh, list. No. I'm I'm just out of this game. I think that was a season two, season one kind of thing. <laughs> Every passing second legitimizes season two of the Shackcast. Season three... We're moving past that. Season yeah. three is. I really the... want to take Wickus's feedback to heart, and I see it's he left. He ended with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll argue that the only reason that he transcribed it to begin with was the worst Shacker list. Well, I think his punishment is already. We've already made his punishment right here. We've done another episode that's over three hours long. So. Yeah. Like he's gonna have to transcribe all this. You're welcome. Gonna have to I, I'm gonna love the part where he transcribes the Shack message that he sent me. <laughs> yeah, recursion, man. That is gonna. I'm, that will make me smile so, so much. I'm just uh, wondering how he's gonna respond to my accusations of, <laughs> of probably poorly. I, know. I imagine that people will be offended, but you By can remind it. them that you 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 are Jewish. Yeah, and there's a Jewish man running for president right now. Yeah, and you should vote for him. First time I've ever given a presidential uh, candidate money of any sort. Same. I maxed out. Yeah, I maxed out my donation to Bernie. I I send him my energy, but I already voted. I voted early. You can vote early in Ohio right now. You vote early in California right now. You can vote early in Texas right now. Several states have early voting. You can do absentee ballots. 
uh there's all sorts of good stuff but yeah i was uh i went down to to uh stark county board of elections mm-hmm. uh but yeah that's the show right we're done that's oh, it yeah. go to shacknews.com for your interviews news reviews previews long reads features guides we got a lot of guides videos we got a lot of videos we got gameplay blake got some awesome gameplay of uh ori and the will of the wisps like three yeah hours. i did really i did really good at that game yeah dude that I, game, you know it, when you're on in that game uh, you feel so good it's like celeste yeah like when you're killing yeah. it in celeste mm-hmm. it feels very similar to when you're killing it in ori mm-hmm. it's like a beautiful just the movement is just awesome. yeah you just get a groove going yeah I love that game. I, I I mean, I haven't played Will of the Wisp, but I, I really do love Ori and the Blind Forest. And <sighs> Whenever I yeah. have time, I'm going to try to beat if, it. If you love Ori and the Blind Forest, you're definitely going to love Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Oh, absolutely. I think you're in for... And it's, it... it's freaking gorgeous, too. Yeah. Just so freaking uh, gorgeous. Yeah, um, art style's outstanding. Music's great. I'm really stoked. Um, and then also, yeah, check out your Baldur's Gate 3 preview. Yes, please check that out. We also have um, an interview with both the I, devs from Ori and Baldur's Gate Three. Lola, that's right. Not at Lola the same time, even. That's yeah, crazy. And um, and my interviews with uh, the folks uh, behind Crossy Road Castle, uh, Butter Royale, and Skate City should be going up soon. Hopefully, by the time this uh, podcast is up, you'll be able to check those out as well. Okay, so there you go. Lola has jumped off the couch, folks. Is it time? Is it time for the song? Not yet. Oh, um, I know what's gonna happen. You need wait. You need, we did the promotion. I have so now. It's time. I yeah for but, the advice. Yeah, it's but, the advice part. Yeah, so like you know, if you're on, uh, I, I mean, like I didn't even mention the social channels. So follow us on, at Shack News on Twitter, Shack News Games on YouTube. Uh, also, Gamer Hub videos on YouTube, Twitch, we're Shack News. You can subscribe to us with your Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime account. Give us five dollars from that freaking billionaire Jeff Bezos for free. Mm-hmm. You just give us our, your money each month for free, and not your money, his money. So do that. He's a freaking billionaire. Uh, and I know you can choose. There's a lot of other channels you could choose from, but choose ours because our channel's great. Uh, we're going to be doing the Shack Smash uh invitational at south by southwest that's going to be streaming on our channel and it'll also be on that youtube channel have we Uh, announced any of the attendees yet oh shit not yet tonight i'm gonna announce two i should do that after this podcast um so yeah that's i think oh yeah shack news mercury that's our own proprietary subscription service that's built into shacknews.com you can support us for as little as $1 a month there. Uh, it gets you no ads. It gets you access to uh, EPUB files and all sorts of stuff from David's Long Reads. Uh, we have different tiers for different kinds of swag. So you can get T-shirts, hoodies, maybe some other stuff. I'm thinking of adding another tier this year. For uh, less than a cup of coffee a day, you too could support You could buy Lola's News food. Uh, so yeah, that's I think that's everything, and okay. yeah, Greg has stuff coming up from Toy Fair still. Uh, I have some content that I shot at Dice. Uh, like go check out my interview with Nate from Nintendo, or at Boone. 
Um, but yeah, if you are on the internet, which you probably are because you're listening to us through a series of tubes and say like you're on chatty, right? And you just see David Craddock posted article. Click the link, read the article, consume the content, watch the trailer, whatever it is, listen to the podcast, do something that actually involves educating yourself about what that content is before reacting to it. Otherwise, you just look like a jerk. Yeah. And when it's not on the chatty, you know, when it's not a Shack News article, well, maybe, maybe we're at risk of this too, but like you could be, you could be sharing fake news. If you just go ahead and like see something that confirms your bias, and you hit go ahead and hit the retweet button, no, actually click the link, see where their sources are, see if it's BS or not. Just do that. Not some it's Russian it. bot. Because like I can't count how many times we're like, oh man, X Y Z retweeted us, and it translates to like zero page views. Yeah. Because people just click retweet. They're like, oh, this company, re- I'll hit retweet too. No, click the freaking link. Actually, read the article that you're sharing. It's not. I can't believe it's. I'm still asking this, but here I am. Mm-hmm. It's 2020, and I'm still asking you to click a link. And uh, shout out to Crustar. Uh, I'm sure he will have read Wickus's transcription and said, "What did Briefcase say, Man say next?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I appreciate that. Uh, he said he's playing Slay the Spire. I asked him the other day. Nice. He likes Slay the Spire. Nice. And South Park. He said he's playing South Park. Stick or fractured, I wonder. I wonder, too. I should have asked. I imagine both. That that would be fun. He said South Park. So uh, Maybe he's playing the N64 game. That could be bad. The turkey game? Yeah. That's a bad game. Yeah. I hope not. Oh, yeah. So click the link. Do it. Do it for me. Do Do it for the children. And yeah, November 3rd is election day, so make sure that you're registered for that. And that's the show, so you can go out there and do it for Shaq News. Oh, okay. Mm, Hold on, I'm getting warmed up. I don't want it to be so cringy. So cringy right now, Blake. Oh... Wickis, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Wickis, I hope you had fun. Episode one of season three is coming. It's already done. Oh, in the morning when you rise with the sun, hope there's a smile on your face. <laughs> but Wickis, I wish you could just love the Jewish race. <laughs> Oh, Wickis, I know that your heart is beating so strong for the love that you have for the Shack cast, and you're wondering why we're talking so much shit about you. Well, you wrote a long letter and we listened to it, but there's one thing that I gotta do. Wickis, I wish that you could love us, even though I'm a Jew. <laughs> All right. I saw it coming, and it still got me. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah, that wasn't cringy at all. Uh, I I'm going to stop recording. That's, that needs to be a hit single. <laughs>